Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, MyStore.com. And when I tried my coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence, and this family-owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever gonna have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery, or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. And good morning, everybody. Guess what? Stick a fork in November. It is over. It is now a December 1st, uh, 20. Let me get that set right. There we go. Uh, we, I'll tell you what, we handled everything this morning. I had some technical issues and, uh, Craig, uh, Winklowitz, if, uh, you're listening, I, I think he may be he tunes into the show in the morning. Everything was fixed. So, uh, we are all set. I'm glad I took care of that. Uh, we recorded our market ultra this morning. I want to welcome everybody to this December 1st, um, 2023 two minutes here actually we're going to be doing uh some fillers uh for the two minutes that we come on to frank speech um let me know uh when they're up and running are they running their commercials on the first two minute segment there okay fantastic excellent uh be sure to use promo code pete wherever you go promo code pete helps support the show uh, November was officially, I'm glad it's over. Uh, it was an absolute financial disaster. So let's make uh, des December count. Uh, we appreciate your support. We need your support. Uh, and we can only survive with your support. And we, I'll tell you, as far as appreciating your support, uh, that is an understatement. Um, we really, really do. Uh, we would not be here without you. Deb Jordan. Are you ready to yeah. go? Ready to say hello and good morning? I am. Good morning. Okay. All right. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Frank is up and running as I understand it. Is that correct? 
That's right. Here we go. Uh, and we will uh, say hello to everybody on Frank's Beach on Lindell TV. Uh, welcome and good morning, everyone. Oh, wow. Mm -mm. Could not find that. That's okay. I'll take care of that. Jeez, all the way. So had a networking issue this morning. We got that squared away. So, Deb Jordan. Um, yes. You know, uh, a couple things we're going to do. I have uh, Frank Gaffney's got an important uh, update for everybody. It was awesome. We're going to take care of that. Uh -huh. um, and uh, last night I had, I think you listened in on the whole thing. I did. Um, we did this segment with Ann Vandersteel. Uh -huh. And it's awesome. And you guys are going to see that. It was supposed that. to be a half hour. Yeah. And it turned into such an awesome discussion. It was yeah. a little bit longer than that. Yeah. It was fantastic. Oh, yeah. it was absolutely um, outstanding. So mm -hmm. uh, stand by for that. Um, and also stand by for me. Deb Jordan, I want to get your um, your instant download uh -huh. um, on now. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, seriously? Oh my goodness! Right? Uh, I, I mean, any anyone that continues to support that guy, especially all of his wealthy donors, mm -hmm. uh, that pour money, any more money, a, a dime into DeSantis, uh, they're out of their minds. But yeah. I want to get your instant download of what happened last night. Okay, so it was it was like watching an eighties, nineties, made for TV movie with two really B-rated sucky actors, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The point is, is like, you know, people have already made up their mind here in the United States who they're going to vote for, period. They, they just have, Pete. So watching that whole thing play out, I mean, we forgot we were watching it. We forgot. Um, there were other things. We were having other conversations and, you know, and it completely... Um, just slipped our mind that we were watching what was supposed to be the great debate between Florida and California. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, they're both losers. And I agree with Donald Trump 100%. It, it was just an exercise in futility, right? You just, you're watching it and you're just going, man, you know what? We've seen this. We've heard this a hundred times before. You've lived in uh, California, Pete, during the golden era for yeah. California. Oh, yeah. And I lived in Florida. Um, we can tell you that both parts of both of those states have some real bad issues, right? Especially around the major cities, just like everywhere else in the United States. Uh, you know, Florida has one of the... Uh, most dangerous cities to live in in the world there, right? One of the most dangerous cities. It's right up there. Um, I think in the top 10, top five, maybe even, right? Somewhere around Miami. And, uh, you know, it, Florida also has its issues with homeless, um, you know, and Gavin Newsom, said it right you know stop worrying about california and go home and fix your own state you know their homeless rate is off the charts and um people just can't afford to live there you remember 
the minute we crossed the border into Florida, when we went on vacation, uh, the prices rose so high. We, uh, we couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my gosh, I thought Ohio was bad. The gas prices, food prices. I, I, I don't like Florida at all. I think you know that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but, you know, we have family down there. So, yeah. We'll, so, we'll be going and, and then we get out. Uh, the weather's <laughs> terrible. It's soupy. The, it's a different, you know, it's, it's the kind of congestion mm -hmm. uh, that shows that there isn't the infrastructure to handle what they have. Mm -hmm. They just don't. I mean, the traffic signals and, uh, you know, I, I try to blame a little bit of, uh, of it on the, you know, the, the hurricane. They're still recovering, you know. Sure. They've got their electric stuff, but there's so many people there. Um, Listen, you know, I mean, we talked to my sister and my brother-in-law who lived down there since the mid 80s. Mm. Um, and they will tell you that Florida is in a bad is in bad shape. They're both Trump supporters. Their whole family is, by the way. But, uh, you know, they were like, yeah, you know, Ron DeSantis talks a really good game. But behind the scenes and if you have to live down here, it's a whole different story. Uh, you know, the cost of everything is just outrageous. Mm -hmm. um, their insurance. We're, we're at about 20 seconds out here. Yep. My Pick sister my sister and brother-in-law had to pay out of pocket to get their lanai fixed, which is the cage that goes around over the pool in mm -hmm. the back, you know. And uh, they had to pay out of pocket because the insurance companies just were not mm -hmm. <clears throat> up to par. Tw I mean, 20 seconds is gone. Mm -hmm. Right. You ready so, to go? Here we go. You ready to go? Yeah. Well, let's kick this sucker off, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to December 1st. Uh, let's make it a good one. Previously on the Pete Santilli Show. While Henry Kissinger was alive, did you weigh things out? Would I rather uh, be, be making little rocks out of big rocks at a concentration camp, slave labor camp, uh, and then guest uh, once I'm a bag mm -hmm. of bones? Or would I want to sit there and wait for Henry Kissinger to launch a carpet bombing. He's killed himself, ordered the carpet bombing of hundreds of thousands of people. Uh, his, his reign of death has ended on this Thursday, November 30th. Now, this is big. Right now, CNN is covering George Santos, okay? Uh, but Henry Kissinger, for over 80 years, 80 years, this intellectual, one of the brightest men on planet Earth. Mm -hmm. Very smart, smart man. I, I think the presidency was beneath him. You know, he was that arrogant. The first time I knew of Henry, the name Henry Kissinger was when my dad was screaming at the gas station attendant while we're waiting in line during the oil crisis, the embargo that mm -hmm. Henry Kissinger brought on the front doorstep of negotiating. This is the truth. You may not know this. Henry Kissinger took us away from the gold standard, took us to the petrodollar and the $33 trillion in debt that's on your credit card is directly as a result of that fat bastard. There were the Palestinians and their supporters here in the United States took over Rockefeller Center yesterday. 
when they lit the, the big tree. You guys know about that, right? Uh, let's, can we go one step further and, and say that it was happened. allowed to be? What? It was allowed to be. Yes. It was allowed to be. And, get, and, and guess what was mixed in the crowd? Mm. Swastika flags. So here's what's happening. Um, the the fake narrative. Right. Mm. Uh, the real far left right Pete is joining forces with this group of people. Mm. And um, it's it's something else right it's something else to watch the level solely based on the anti-semitism of the whole thing seriously yeah i've seen people be so anti-jewish i get being anti-zionist right i mean um, as the government uh, has portrays you know their zionism right it it has gone like most countries unfortunately where our country is headed into into communism now you know israel will say well we have to be very careful <laughs> i have a little surprise addition to hello noel say hi noel say hello hi you scared hello hello noel how are you? Ah, uh, hi, baby. Hi. How are you? Uh, how are you? What? Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> hi. Oh, that's Noelle. You say hi. So, Hello. So she's kind of shy right now. She belongs to yeah, Sean. She belongs to Sean. She's Sean's, Sean's new baby. Like two days ago. Her name is Noelle. Uh -huh. And she is Great Pyrenees and Lab Mix. She's like three weeks old. She's, she's eight weeks old. <laughs> she's big hi. girl. Yeah. Hey, you got to say hi to the camera, though. Say hi. Say hello. Yeah, she's not she, our puppy, but... She, this is the first time she has seen uh, electronics. <laughs> She's uh, cute. What's going on? What, what's happening here? Oh, yeah. Hello. 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 Okay. Hide. Okay. Oh, she's such a beautiful, adorable personality, isn't yeah, she? She's really awesome. Yeah. One of the best dispositions. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. All right. Uh, the other ones are jealous. Yeah. Hey, you like this? You like it? Okay. Here, hold on. <laughs> Fame is a vapor. The only earthly certainty is oblivion. Welcome to the mysterious stranger. What? What? Hello. Who are you? An angel. What's your name? Satan. Uh-oh. What's the matter? Nothing. Only it's sure a sorry name for an angel. Wow. Please, come in. Come on. 
Amazing. It's like an island. I didn't learn it at all. It comes naturally to me, like other curious things. Are you hungry? Sure am. What kind of fruit do you like the most? Oranges! Apples! Grapes! King and Queen. I'm gonna make a soldier. Mm -hmm. Look at that little village. Mm -hmm. There, here's a buddy. Now we'll give them life. Moving. <laughs> Looks like my pap on Saturday night. <laughs> wow. Look, they're moving. There's like regular people. Oh, no. 
Life itself is only a vision, a dream. Nothing exists save empty space and you. And you are but a thought. What is our common bond truly? Freedom! Freedom! Without freedom, you can't be a Christian no matter what denomination you belong to. You can't be a Buddhist. You can't own a donut shop. You can't drive from here to Oregon. You can't be an American because that's what it's all about. And that's the only thing that it's all about. Nothing else. Nothing else. It's about freedom. There is a time to pray, and there's a time to stand. Well, this, well, this is, is an app where they, where they plot, plot the human, human feces that are, that are found on the streets of San Francisco. And you see how almost the whole thing is covered because that is what has happened in one, in one of the previous greatest cities this country's ever had. Human feces is now a, a fact of life, except when a, when a communist dictator comes to town. Then, then they cleaned up the streets. They lined the streets with Chinese flags. They didn't put American flags there. They cleaned everything up. So they're willing to do it for a communist dictator, but they're not willing to do it for their own this is a map of san francisco there's a lot of plot okay so uh the whole poop map thing that you just saw uh it's the best way to sum up um sum up i mean if you got anything out of that true value in your life as a result of the grand awakening that uh, uh ron de Pooptus has brought to the world um Oh boy! Then, then please speak up. We will have you euthanized. Mm. You know, seriously. If you feel wow, that that's an I'm going to vote for Ron DeSantis because I just awakened to the poop map, <laughs> and my life will forever change. And you know, seriously, let, let's let's just try uh, to make America uh, poopy again. Okay, mm. make America poop again. All right. That's what he's trying to do. Uh, he said, hey, you used to have a poop map and then you cleaned it up. We need to bring that back. And and why did you clean up because of the communist dictate? And I was like, who's going to get anything out of this? Mm-hmm. Who will benefit in any way, shape or form? Even in the battle of poop maps, if Ron DeSantis doesn't have a poop map, uh, but I can pretty much guarantee you he's got poop in the streets, okay? So he doesn't have a poop oh, map yeah. to cover the poop in the streets. Uh, but then again, uh, 
Uh, then again, Gavin Newsom did have a poop map clean up the streets and then Ronda. Seriously, it's like that. It's that type of logic. Who's going to benefit from it? Mm -hmm. um, ladies and gentlemen, Ron DeSantis had certain looks on his face um, that, that you could tell he was thinking my career is over. It's <laughs> my, I, there are no uh, number of telephone books I could stand on right now to have me elevate above this, this destruction of a political campaign. I mean, he is, I think we need to bring back uh, Michael Dukakis. Mm. Uh, to to reestablish um, toxic masculinity, you know, at that level compared to DeSantis. Um, it was uh, kind of like watching that, right? I mean, uh, from the from the eighties and nineties, the canned lines, the the polished politicians. You know, uh, we've gone so far beyond that that it was just, uh, quite honestly, it was. It was kind of boring. Uh, you know, DeSantis got zingers in. So did Gavin Newsom. Oh, boy. Uh, all of it was contrived. How did any what, name one um, thought or concept? There was concept. no surprises in it. What, what thought or concept was brought forth that anyone will benefit from? As a matter of fact, it was uh, Gavin Newsom uh, began by saying, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a complete waste of your time. Mm -hmm. Neither of us is going to be a nominee. So what was the purpose of it? He said that right in the beginning, and that's what I said, too. Uh, what was the, the purpose of the said event? That, the minute he said that, like, what, two, two seconds in to his monologue or whatever, um, within five minutes, Gavin Newsom is, is saying... You know, the one thing that we have in common is well, that neither one of us is going to be the president in 2024. And I was like, okay, so why are we doing this then? I mean, why are we, why are we watching this? And all the debates, those two, look at that. That's DeSantis. Okay. That is, that's who he is right there. All of the, uh, you know what, you know what the that's the look of somebody told him smile. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Make I sure will. you smile a lot. Make sure you and smile. Be personable, right? Oh, this guy is such a freaking goober. But listen to this. I mean, all the debates that those two had are the same debates that you and I have on Twitter every day. And that people all across the United States are having with their neighbors and with, you know, it's just nothing new. I want to see a debate. Listen, Trump, it, he is the guy who who um, set the bar for debating in this country, right? When he stood up on that stage and walked behind Hillary Clinton and towered over her in the background and made sure he constantly and, and intimidated her, it was it it was something we had never ever seen a candidate do. And we're just not willing to go back to where they just stand there and berate one another and repeat shit that we already know. Sorry about the word, but it's true, right? It is true. They didn't say anything that we, we already know about the poop maps. We already know about the communists. We already know, you know, like, you know, Newsom was saying, California is so different than Florida. 
And it really is. I mean, because they're an individual state and the people vote for that stuff, you know. They vote for they voted that stuff in in California. Hi, uh, there everyone. Were a few, there were a few people who took offense to you saying you don't like Florida. It's not that he doesn't like Florida. The weather. Who took it, offense to that? We I don't, went. We I, went there in August. Hold on a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Well, people Time who live there out. love their state, and I understand. Okay, that. you can do that. I don't. I didn't tell you whether or not you should like or dislike a certain place. Mm -hmm. Anybody has a problem with what I like or dislike, you can freaking like what uh, Elon Musk says. No. <laughs> Anyway, no. Oh, what do you I shouldn't even anyway? have said anything. But I can like or dislike any place I want. I there's don't There's a lot like of things Florida. about Florida that the are first really time, can awesome. I, can I share something with you? Mm -hmm. The first time I went to Florida, I went to Pensacola, mm -hmm. right? And I sweat my tail off. And I said, this place is miserable. Okay. I In came from summer, California. It really is. I came from but California. The winter, fantastic listen i don't mind the heat i used to go um mm -hmm. uh on uh, what they call century uh bike rides you know i was mm -hmm. training for century 100 mile bike rides i'd go 50 miles out 50 miles back right yeah and it, i also rode my bike out in death valley it was 112 degrees when i did that mm -hmm. a dry heat like you can't even imagine yeah. all right so yeah. 112 degrees out in yeah. death valley riding a bike I went to Pensacola, Florida, and it was 93, and I had soup all over me. I was like, this is miserable. They, you can't even breathe here. This well, is we were down there in August, Pete. It was over 100 degrees, but and the everybody first was time miserable. I, went, I know. I, I, I know. Everyone wanted to make excuses for me, like, you shouldn't be here at this time. I'm like, okay, well, the first time I came, it was soupy and miserable. The second time I came, it's soupy and miserable. Mm -hmm. I just don't understand. I don't like this at all. I didn't like it. Well, that's that was my point, right? Ah. Is that what is wrong with my thing here falling but, down? But that that, that doesn't. Uh, I mean, just because you live there and you like it, there's exceptions, and you're, uh, that's fine. That's your thing. I'm not going, you know, to go to Florida. I don't like it. I'll never live in Florida. <laughs> There were some things about Florida that I really loved, but being from Ohio, you know, I mean, and moving down there like I did, you have to be really careful and people will warn you right away. Red ants, they will bite you. The fire ants will bite you. Snakes uh, that you've never seen before, like cottonmouth water snakes that are just got heads on them this big around. And the alligators when you're kayaking is not a fun thing. But everything has potential to kill you in Florida, nature. And then the storms, of course, come. Yeah. And it's like, holy but crap. There's a lot, uh, we have a, so many friends in Florida. All of them say, boo the Florida. We got family in Florida, mm -hmm. right? We mm -hmm. got just everyone is all about Florida. We got our president in Florida. Sure. Uh, we have everything it's in Florida. He loves you know, it. Good friend Roger Stone in Florida. Uh, and Vandersteels. And everybody's in Florida. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Because there was a mass movement to Florida, um, you know, back in when 2020, it started. Everyone can like mass Florida. Everyone Florida. be in Florida, but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, taking offense because I don't like Florida. Hey, that's kind of uh, weird to me. Uh, I have an, an opinion about it. It's mine, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just one person of like 350 million people that have moved to Florida. You know, <laughs> that doesn't like Florida. Yeah. And it I'll takes accept some getting that. used to it, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the bugs. 
Oh my gosh, the mosquitoes and the and then there's love bug season. I I, I just <laughs> didn't. Uh, oh, I man. just didn't like it. Um, and cars don't last very long; they rust out. Oh, you gosh, know, uh, the, the the entire exercise last night, Florida, sure. ladies and gentlemen. Is there anybody here that 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 even uh, just one sliver of hope for DeSantis? Is there anybody that is thinking about supporting this guy, DeSantis? I mean, he's not, he shouldn't even be governor. I think everybody, I think the hope is this, Pete. Mm. And that is that if Trump gets rolled up and he is incarcerated or any of the above, right? That Ron DeSantis will be the logical choice not for... For people to, you know, listen, I had this fight with the Republican Party back in 2008 and 2012 because, you know, I was like, oh, my gosh, how can you guys be voting for somebody like John McCain or, or Mitt Romney? It was incredible. OK, and mm. and I lost friends over it because mm. I supported Ron Paul. And here's the thing, you know, Ron Paul would have been a much better president than any of them. Right. So. Listen, these people are not going to change their mind, and we're not going to change ours either. The the, the problem with uh, Team DeSantis is they just do not want to come to the realization that Trump supporters and the people who support Trump are far outweigh and outnumber uh, the people who who support Ron DeSantis, and that is just how it's how it is. So if Trump is taken out, my worst fear is that they will go. People will uh, go with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. A lot of people are out there saying this morning, and Dan Bongino is one of them, saying be very careful. You know, Dan Bongino thought it was a good debate, and he was, you know, said that both people made their point. But he said it's useless. Why, why are they doing this? Exactly. Because, you know, people have already decided, made up their mind, and, um, you know, and he said, you know, that um, <clears throat> Gavin Newsom is slick and all of those things. Eh, you know, we've seen that before. So he can be slick all he wants to. But he called him a liar and all those things, which is true, which is very, very true. Um, but and then he said he's dangerous. <clears throat> and my first thought was Gavin Newsom isn't anywhere near as dangerous as Robert F. Kennedy Jr. He's not anywhere near as dangerous as RFK Jr. He's not. I'm sorry, he's not. Because Bobby Kennedy right now is a Democrat. Oh, no, he's not even a Democrat. He's a progressive. He's a socialist that uh, nobody, he plays on that part of us, you know, that appeal, that socialism appeals to, right? And it's all, he is the biggest liar. He is the biggest liar. Gavin Newsom will tell you straight up what he's all about and what he's going to do. And we've seen the fruits of his labor. Nobody has seen the fruits of Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s labor yet. And, you know, and politics and running a government. Uh, we saw how he, you know, we see how he ran the environmental movement with, a, with an iron fist. And he'll, he's going to do the same thing to this country. People are falling for him, Tulsi Gabbard, and and a few others, right? That that have that say 
that they have come out of the Democrat Party. No, they are leftists to the extreme, these people are. And Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is more dangerous than Gavin Newsom. And that is a fact. That is uh, a fact. By the way, uh, McCarthy uh, did not get um, uh, President Trump's help with saving his speakership. President Trump turned on him. Well, guess what? Now... McCarthy privately recounts Terse's phone call with Trump after ouster, right? Mm -hmm. uh, he's going to turn on on Trump now. Oh yeah, he's going to try to bury. Uh, well, we Trump. All, we knew he was going to anyway. And 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 uh, basically, all of these people, including DeSantis, uh, he's gonna, DeSantis is going to be on MSNBC one day soon. Um, he's just going to become yet another tool of the left wing media. Um, all right, listen, mm -hmm. uh, here's what we are going to do, all right? Um, and, and before we get to it, I want to make sure that everybody knows uh, about our sponsors, okay? Please support our sponsors. We have uh, quite a few of them to, to help us out, um, help offset the disaster known as just, uh, November of 2023. Um Locals tipping way down. It's the lowest month we've ever had since we've been on locals. Um, and um, rumble, yeah, rants, um, way down. The lowest month we've ever had on, on rumble. Okay. This is November. Um, what does that mean? Uh, we can offset it. Uh, December, we can offset it. You can support our sponsors. We can offset it by supporting MyPillow.com. Go to MyPillow.com forward slash Pete, right? Uh, please. Um, and keep this in mind. Uh, I want everybody. Does everybody, I'm going to ask a question. Does everybody over at Rumble, uh, we'll have tens of thousands of people over at Rumble. Does everyone have a locals account? I'm going to give you a free locals account this month. Hang with us. Uh, be on the back line when we do interviews. I got everything all set up now. Uh, we can switch from the 24-7 stream uh, to the interview. Um, you can go to PeteSantilli.Locals.com uh, forward slash support. Enter promo code Trump. You get a free month. Okay, so for the month of December. Um I want everyone, now if we have, let's say 20,000 people, 30, sometimes we have 70, 75, 80,000 people on Rumble. Um, should we have 85,000 people that also have a um, an account over at Locals to hang with us? People like the show. They tune into it. Um, we don't have that, okay? Uh, I don't know why. I, I don't know why people are just refusing. Uh, to, to hear me, okay? We need your support. We need your help. We need to diversify. Have a Rumble account. You know, the 24-7 is the 24-7. Uh, a lot of things are going to happen over at Locals. Uh, I need you to invest your time and invest in us. Uh, we are certainly making the investment in you. Now, uh, some big things are going to happen here, and you're going to hear about it in this interview with Ann Vandersteel. Ryan Joyce, look at that, $100, 10 supporters, let's rally. $100 Rumble rant. Thank you very much for that. Thank you, All Ryan right. and Joyce. Uh, 
Thank I'm, you so much. Uh, okay. There is a group. There's something that's going to happen here, and, and I'm going to go right to it. Okay? I'm going to go right to it. Uh, we will stop for the break and come back to it with Ann Vandersteel. I hope you guys love Ann Vandersteel as much as we do. Mm, um, we do. Because we do. We love her. She's yeah. awesome. So, uh, Pete, you're calmer than me today. Oh, stand by. Don't worry about it. I'm going <laughs> to blow a gasket. I mean, it's difficult to talk about uh, uh, Ron DeSantis and get your blood pressure up. Yeah. You know, I literally want to uh, uh, go suck start my nine millimeter. Rico, you're so awesome. Rico is unbelievable. Thank Rico, you. angel investor. Here is my conversation with Ann Vandersteel. Stand by and listen closely because some big things are going to happen out of this interview that happened last night. Big, mm -hmm. big stuff. All right. You ready? Yep. Are you? You sure? Yeah, it was great. Actually, it was really, really good. All right. Here we go. Uh, Abbott could shut it, and he did, and yet they don't. And I'm sorry, I don't even really care anymore what Joe Biden and Alejandro Mayorkas say from the Department of Homeland Insecurity, Pete, because frankly, they don't work for us. But our governors are supposed to really work for us, and they're supposed to protect us because our states have rights, just like anybody that comes in my state in Florida can be deported just like anybody coming across the state of Texas can be deported back to the country of origin. They don't, we don't need to keep them and we certainly don't need to bust them. So uh, the fact that we now know that the government is admitting to uh, over 2000 known uh, people on the terrorist watch list, uh, the, our sources that are experts in this are telling us 3 million terrorists are inside our country. We know fact that we have terror cells in all 50 states. Uh, we have seen with our own eyes, I have been down there, not only along the Texas border to see it, but also down in the Darien Gap with Michael Yan and other members of our team from Operation Burning Edge. Uh, we've seen Chinese-aged military men, Chinese of military age, I should say, men, all men. We've seen Afghanis of military age, all men. Uh, men, uh, men from various countries in Africa, all of military age. I'm not talking like young, young or old, old. They're all of military age. Episode shoot. I think we're there are almost 30, uh, 3,900 episodes. Um, we have very interesting guests. Everyone loves the guests that I that I bring on and interview. We have regular guests, and then we have friends of the Pete Santilli show. Um, and I consider Ann Vandersteel to be a friend of the Pete Santilli show, and uh, I consider her to be a friend of mine. Uh, somebody over the years that I've come to trust in the integrity of her 
journalism, her coverage. She's doing great work right now. You probably see her uh, down on the border with uh, Michael Yon. Uh, I don't know if she's gone down to the Darien Gap yet, but um, I know she was down in Texas. We'll talk about that. She's the uh, president chair of Zelenko Freedom Foundation, groundbreaking platform dedicated to promoting freedom and empowering individuals. She's also a uh, host of Right Now with Ann Bannersteel. And when the lights go out, uh, first and foremost, I consider her to be a fellow patriot. She's a hard worker. I could literally text her or call her at five o'clock in the morning. She's up and at it and late into the night. And one of the only people, uh, few people I know in our industry that are just, you know, going like gangbusters. And Vandersteel, welcome back. It's an important time. It's an important time. It's it's not restful for me to lay down outside of the four hours of sleep that I typically get because it's such an important time, isn't it? You know, this is the kind of stuff that in 250 years, Pete, the future generations are going to look back and they're either going to reflect on all of us, meaning you, me, and everybody watching as the greatest generation that refounded America, as in the new founding fathers, or we're going to be epic failures, but it isn't going to be middle ground. It's not going to be just, business as usual status quo, because we're at that turning point, that inflection point where we're either going to wake up collectively, humanity that is, mm. and uh, America is going to dig itself out of the grave we find ourselves in. I just said it yesterday. Incredible nation, or we're not. It's I that just, simple. I just said it yesterday. Uh, Did you? Yeah, you know, yeah. I said it. I said, you know, this is. I mean, we are at war. You know, it's fifth generational style warfare. Uh, that they've been working for decades to destroy our country, and we're going to come together and we're going to bring this thing back to where we need to be. But don't be looking on. Don't don't go to your grandchildren or your children and say that you sat there and let somebody else do it. We need all hands on deck. And Amen. and and you you have to pick something. Uh, Get in where you fit in. If you want to be Rosie the Riveter, you know, if you want to be a stamp licker, you know, down at the GOP office to do mail, whatever it is, you have to do something. Become a poll watcher. So many things that everyone can do. You don't need that. Just because we say it's a war doesn't mean that you need to take up arms and fight. It's quite the opposite. They haven't shot at us, have they? Well, it depends. I consider the bioweapon that was manufactured yes, right. and orchestrated by the Department of Defense, another unconstitutional agency never chartered by our founding fathers to be absolutely the first shots. Mm -hmm. I mean, the FBI but, shot at us on January 6th, Ruby Ridge, Waco. I mean, you know, the list goes on. They've been shooting at us for a long time. I think, I think. I'm excited to announce that we're bringing back our best I'm excited to announce that we're bringing back our best offer ever on our original my slippers you save $90 here with your promo code and now my slippers come in even more sizes smaller sizes larger sizes wide sizes and all new styles and colors get them for your friends your family your neighbors everyone you know what makes my slippers different is my exclusive four-layer design that you're not going to find in any other slipper 
slippers. My slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help relieve stress on your feet. I'm so confident that you and everyone you know are going to love my slippers that I'm extending my 60 day money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024, making them the best Christmas gifts ever. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code to save $90. That's only $49.98 a pair. Quantities won't last long so please order now are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns lockdowns natural disasters power outages or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal time waits for no one and neither do emerge i'm excited to announce that we're bringing back our best offer ever on our original my slippers you save 90 dollars a pair with your promo code and now my slippers come in even more sizes smaller sizes larger sizes wide sizes and all new styles and colors get them for your friends your family your neighbors everyone you know what makes my slippers different is my exclusive four-layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers my slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable extremely durable and they help relieve stress on your feet i'm so confident that you and everyone you know are going to love my slippers that i'm extending my 60-day money-back guarantee until march 1st 2024 making them the best christmas gifts ever so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now use your promo code to save 90 dollars. that's only 49.98 a pair quantities won't last long so please order now are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns lockdowns natural disasters power outages or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal time waits for no one and neither do emergencies PetePrepStore.com is the ultimate in long-term emergency food preparedness and supplies you're not just buying food you're buying peace of mind our meals are designed to be nutritious delicious and have a 25-year shelf life Yes, you heard that right. 25 years. We source high-quality non-GMO ingredients and use advanced freeze-drying technology to lock in taste and nutrients. Forget last-minute runs to the grocery store. Pete Prep Store is a click away and delivers right to your doorstep. Honestly, Pete, yeah. you know, in, in that regard, traditional warfare where the military's been rolled out. Thank God for posse comitatus. But uh, it wouldn't shock me to find that to have them give a reason to do such. And yeah. they're going to use the United Nations uh, army to do it for them because, you know, Biden is hell bent on surrendering our sovereignty to the WHO vis-a-vis -vis the UN and this pandemic treaty. So you're right. They haven't technically sent the army sure. to shoot us, but they've already been shooting us and they've poisoned a yeah. lot of people and they've murdered. If they fired, but if they fired bullets and they had troops, uh, you know, uh, their uh, their kinetic warfare can only go so far. But if they can right. launch a bio weapon, it has reached every single household, uh, every single every household, one of us. 
Every, every single one of, us, one of us. Everyone that took that shot is a walking bioweapon and they've shed it all over all of us. That's right. And I mean, we're learning now that the, uh, you know, I got the bioweapon that was deployed by uh, uh, Fort Detrick at CPAC in 2020. I came home from CPAC and that night, the sore throat, the next morning, the headache, the high fever, it lasted for 10 days. I, you know, damn near ended up in the hospital, but I wouldn't go because I'm stubborn. Uh, you know, us Dutch people were very stubborn, but, uh, I, uh, I, I had the kind that was might as well have given me the injection because I got all the stuff that everybody who took the bioweapon got, I had the long COVID and all these issues. And I've been working diligently to detox myself out of that nonsense, but this is what they're doing. Those people that took those shots, Pete are shedding the hydrogel and all the other stuff in those shots on us. So we are all affected. No one is getting out of this unless you're some splintered tribe in the middle of the Amazon that never has seen uh, any, any, any other human that's been infected with the virus of, of one way or the other. But yeah. most of the world has got the, the junk in them. And it's a serious problem. And then if you listen to Todd Callender and Jane Ruby, who did an interview with Todd last night, it's really scary what, what's, what could potentially happen to us. They've turned us into a, what they call a um, wireless body area network, a wireless body area network. In other words, using the people that have these bioweapons in them as part of that sort of wide area network to, to, to move wireless data around, wireless signals and, and do things. It's, it's, these yeah. people are demented. No, but but this, it, is what, this is what our Department of Defense has constructed for us, Pete. Yeah, we we have almost. I have some things. Uh, obviously, we need to uh, speak about uh, you know Kissinger, talk about the border and stuff like that. But yeah. um, I do want to mention, and and, and it's part and parcel uh, right before us, AI technology in this race to develop. Uh, and the CIA and DARPA is behind this crap, by the way. Of course. Um, uh, but the hive mind and uh, AGI and and using computers. And then you look at the patents on the self-replicating chimeric parasite. Qualcomm's got the patent to be able to communicate two ways, the graphene oxide, 5G. You put that all together and we're nothing but just a, 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 a beacon of dopes. You know, <laughs> well, we're the Borg. Remember, I mean, like you, you've said it, I've said it. Hollywood has told us what was coming for us for decades now. And I think back to watching the next generation. My father and I used to love that show because my dad was an Army Air Corps pilot. You know, I have a daughter who's a nuclear rocket scientist and she's working on various space programs. And Your stuff daughter? And oh, brilliant. Wow. And my son likes to fly planes. You know, my, I, by the way, I homeschool these kids. So I, I'm going to give myself a pat on the back there because these kids are brilliant Amen. and you know you didn't need to be in a public education system to get completely you know contaminated to actually be able to be successful in life but the point i'm making here is you know we they have had a plan all along right they've had this plan all along and the fact of the matter is that uh, ai has been part of the long-range plan the next generation told us we were going to become the borg and the hive mind and when you start to read the patents and understand what's in the shots and start to talk to the people that are experts that are scientists in their field that have studied this you realize that what you just said is exactly what they want to do with us now i don't know if they can flip a switch on this because i'm not a scientist but i do know the slow progression of, of communism is here it's in our country and communism is collectivism is a hive mind uh and you know where we go when we go all can mean a lot of things, I suppose, right? Mm -hmm, it could yeah. be a total communist phrase for all we know. Uh, yeah. th this is the this is the part we're trying to understand, and I don't know how we get ahead of it 
unless we get control of our government. And that's what we don't have right now, Pete. We have zero control of the people that are making the decisions over us. And it's sort of like we've decided that we don't need to have control, don't want to have control. And we're just allowing them to do it because we just think, well, there's a government. They're smarter than us. The fact of the matter is it's not a government. It's a corporatocracy and it's public-private partnership and it's being run by a bunch of people above country. That has nothing to do with how our founding fathers, you know, constituted this country. It, we don't even resemble what our founding fathers created 250 years ago. So until we come back to that, we're just going to continue to be victims of these circumstances that we have nothing, nothing, we've done, we've done nothing but except allow it to happen. Oh, yeah. Uh, tell me if you agree with this. Uh, we both came from the telecom industry. It was an exciting time when we were in... Uh, when we went from, you know, I remember the days doing business at pay phones with a, a day timer and, you know. I'm going back to the day timer, Pete. I trust that more than my swear. computer. I have mine right over there. That's right. Handwritten. That's right. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, the technology and, and you said, how do we fix this? There's, I, it, it's relatively simple, um, unfortunately, and it's going to lead to our next topic. Um, these arrogant, condescending elite when they get access uh, to this technology and this power, uh, they, they abuse it. The technology of the cell phone, for instance, revolutionized everything, email, computers, all that. When that technology is in the wrong hands and it's a select few, they use it for evil. But I loved cell phones when it came out. I loved emails. I loved the internet, the world's largest library with the books scattered all over the floor. Uh, yeah. But but that technology in the wrong hands. AI, for instance, and, and I do want to say this, um, uh, the, the technology in the wrong hands is bad, but there are there's stuff within AI that's going to change the world that we live in. And I believe for the better. But when yeah. you use some of that stuff uh, for evil, that's, that's where it becomes bad. So if we get rid of this select few, you know, uh, goofballs, Henry Kissinger, for instance, you give him that much power to be able to carpet bomb, you know, countries, he will. Uh, if you give him so much power to go negotiate a deal to get us off of the gold standard and, you know, negotiate a deal with the Saudis to buy up our debt and go to the petrodollar, he will. Uh, and he thinks he's going to lord over us. we got to get rid of the select few people, I believe. Yeah, well, the Kissinger of death, right? I mean, mm -hmm. some people are devastated. You know, but then you look at the people that are devastated and it's the typical establishment, right? If, if uh, you know, Ford was still alive, he'd probably be devastated. I can imagine that uh, Barack Obama is devastated. Hillary Clinton and Bill are devastated. Uh, Klaus Schwab is probably devastated or maybe not. Um, but, you know, the fact of the matter is this guy is really a war criminal. I mean, look at let's just let's just go through the list of things, right? I was talking about this with Mel Kay earlier today. Mm -hmm. He expanded our military involvement in Vietnam. He brought a massive, you know, wide-scale campaign into Cambodia. We can all remember those images, right? Totally supporting brutal regimes like in Argentina, Chile, Indonesia, uh, Pakistan. This guy was not, you know, out here, you know, uh, supporting American interests. He got China into the World Trade Organization, which maybe 30, 40 years ago sounded like a good idea. But look at what it delivered today. Our manufacturing got sent over there. America has been just fleeced from one end to the other and dragged into endless war after endless war. He's really a war criminal, Pete. He should have been tried at The Hague. So should many other people. But again, you're going to look at the people that are out celebrating. I know we're going to have this huge state funeral for him and blah, 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 blah. But does he deserve it? 
Well, according to this regime that says you and I are a threat to their democracy, Nancy Pelosi, uh, they're going to give it to him. But I, I don't see it that way at all. I mean, he brilliant you know, for what he is. Brilliant. Absolutely. Evil absolutely genius for sure. But so are people like Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab and Yuval Noah Harari. So I put him in that category. But, you know, that's just my opinion. I don't I don't like uh, playing clips. I, I like having a conversation, but this is very, very appropriate. I want you to listen to this because it has everything to do with he's brilliant, but uh, sure. he's so condescending. Uh, look, watch this clip real quick. Dr. Kissinger, the part of our, as I made clear at the start, part of our forum here today is audience questions. It'll come as a surprise to no one that the cards are already coming in. This next question is asked of all four of you, but uh, uh, but it's your turn. Is there anything you would like to apologize for? Uh, uh, this is not this is not the occasion for this sort of a question. Uh, so if I can comment on what was uh, uh, on what on what was said uh, before, uh, and he and he goes on to yeah. say, uh, and he and he trails off, and this is what he describes. Listen to this. Uh, he says we were doing really important work, and it was there were critical decisions, and so on and so forth. And at the end, he said that question. Uh, for your people that think you have a higher moral authority is inappropriate. So here's my point. Yeah, listen. Wait, hypocrite, hypocrite with the capital H. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, so listen, he, um, you know, there, there are, if you look at the timeline and I looked at it this morning, 1969, he took the, you know, he took very powerful position unelected. Um, he has basically, he has disdain for presidents. They're beneath him. He uses these presidents. He negotiated the deal with China. He's the one that struck the deal with Saudi Arabia. He got us off of the gold standard. He got us on the petrodollar, dollar, the $33 trillion in debt that we have because of the fiat currency uh, is directly from him. So bombing of, you know, of, of Cambodia, he launched carpet bombing campaigns. So if yeah. you look at the totality of his career, you have to be able to reflect back and say, well, at the time, I thought it was the right decision. But now looking back at it in retrospect, I'm an elder. Let me tell you, I made that decision, but the things didn't work out as well. No, he dismissed everybody. And he's that arrogant. Yeah. He's yeah. that arrogant. He's up there with Soros arrogance. It's just it. it, it it's a, he epitomizes everything that the new world stands for. Yeah. Because let's face it, he's the guy behind the new world order. And he, you know, he's so invested in all of that, that he even, I believe he said something to the effect of post, um, or, or, or is it during the COVID pandemic, he said something to the effect of, you know, we need a new post COVID world order. So he knew, I mean, because we now know how long they've been planning COVID. This wasn't like, you know, they didn't just warp speed in nine months of vaccine. That's a bunch of BS, right? I was posting those patents. In fact, I interviewed uh, uh, Tom Renz the other day who had a whistleblower uh, whose name he couldn't reveal, but was getting injected with the COVID-19 vaccine in 2014, took five C-19 injections in 2014. Wow, in the really? So, yes. So, and I mean, I found the patents and that's why they kicked me off LinkedIn because I was posting it everywhere and LinkedIn didn't like it. So they kicked me off. But that was in 2020, they kicked me off when I was exposing these patents going way back when. So. You know, this is 
this has been well orchestrated, well planned, and this is an evil genius, an absolute evil genius. You don't have to look too far to see all the pictures you know, of Klaus Schwab it, and Henry Kissinger and you know Anthony Blinken I, and you know the, the Motley Crew, right? The, the globalists. These are the people that hang together, birds of a feather. Roger Stone put a tweet up, Pete. I don't know if you saw it, mm-hmm. but he said in his tweet, he said Nixon told me, meaning Roger, the reason he did not destroy the tapes was as a protection against Kissinger taking credit for Nixon's foreign policy accomplishments after Nixon's death. Wow. So even Nixon knew the guy was a snake, right? Yeah, let's go down. I know the answers to these questions, okay? But uh, uh, when you say, do you have anything to apologize for? And you look at the stuff that he's done. I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions uh, and everybody else needs to answer them in your head. Was it a good thing, okay, when he sat down with Mao and he no. struck a relationship? Now, now, at that time, was it a good thing, especially considering where we're at right now? He literally no. helped communist China weaponize capitalism. Absolutely not. He revered Mao, which is really even even more frightening on so many levels. But look at where we are moving today, right? With the central bank, the central bank digital currency, everything based off this off the CBDC, i.e., the uh, environmental social governance score, your social credit score. This is already being deployed; has already been deployed in China, and they want to bring that here. And, you know, the fact that Trump took us out of the world homicide, I call it the World Homicide Organization because Dr. Zelenko did, and I just think it's so appropriate, the WHO. You know, we should have pulled out of the UN, the WTO. We should have, and of course, the Paris Climate Accords was something else that Trump pulled us out of, but we should pull out of all of it because those are all extra governmental agencies that have nothing to do but detract from the sovereignty of this country and from the ability for this country to be financially stable right we have sent trillions of dollars overseas and for what for what to make america less and make everybody else great because these people truly believe in globalism let's just look at the most recent experiment right i I compare what happened in 1868 here in the united states to what happened to europe most recently with the eu those independent nations became one big conglomeration with one currency and how did that work out not so great, right? You got, not only did their currency hit the toilet and hit the skids, but also you have mass weaponized migration. So they've been the future. But frankly, the future has proved the past because in 1868, we were America with independent nation states. And then we became the United States under the 14th Amendment. And ever since then, they've managed just to keep keep, keep hurting us and keep, uh, you know, siphoning us into their government programs, i.e. making our corporate fiction of ourselves and contracting with us under Social Security, birth certificates, then the Federal Reserve, and on and on, and, and income tax, and it just keeps going. You know, and, and they're now mandating and, and passing laws without even giving us an opportunity to weigh in on it. They're just doing it. I just sat in a meeting here in Florida where they passed SB 102. And that law, you know, allows them to build, you know, uh, uh, what is it, affordable housing for people without even giving us an opportunity to weigh in whether we want that, you know, development down the street from us or not. They can just stand it up. So that's not constitutional. That's not freedom of choice and sovereignty. That's dictatorial and authoritarianism. It's this is not what this country is about. But Henry Kissinger was all about it. So the fact that he, you know, revered Mao. And, you know, brought China into the World Trade Organization tells you where he sees the power structure and what he wants that power structure to be and how he views the rest of us. Is it a good thing? Here's the next one. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And we know, you know, Chinese slave labor is something that he had a direct hand in. 
destroyed manufacturing. The environmental movement, they shut down manufacturing like Ford Motor Company polluting the, in the Hudson River. Uh, well, EPA came after them. What did they do? Packed up, went to China, and there's 10 times as much pollution. Uh, he oh, destroyed God. the environment. Uh, uh, here's the next thing. Is it a good thing that we got off the gold standard and Hell we struck no. a deal with Saudi Arabia with the petrodollar? Look at how vulnerable we are now uh Huge, today as a and result the Saudis of aren't even the Saudis are now taking the Chinese one you know they're they've now decoupled from us uh, you know the irony of all of this is is that we went and we built Aramco Saudi Aramco we set Saudi Arabia up they were nothing but a bunch of dirt out there in this in the desert yeah. and it was because our oil companies went there and made something of Saudi Arabia they nationalized it took it back and Kissinger stupidly got us off the gold standard which was you know unbelievable but look where we are today Inflation is never higher and it's going higher. Um, you know, I find it interesting on some level, by the way, on a side note, Pete, I'm going to just pull the car over to the side of the road here and just talk about Argentina. But, you know, we, we have a, a hyper conservative guy that Roger Stone loves and knows personally. Javier Mille gets elected because they don't have machines down there. Not to say you can't have fraud with paper ballots, but it's a little bit harder. Um, he gets elected and yet he wants to replace the peso with the dollar and his peso is at 150 percent inflation our dollar and in real terms is really at 30 percent inflation if you factor in energy which the government won't do they won't factor that in but at 30 percent you know if you start you know getting gold to catch up to where it should be you're gonna that's why gold is starting to really move now it's moved a couple hundred bucks in the last month mm -hmm. um you're gonna see gold you know jump 30 percent in price from where it was a month ago because it has to, it has to catch up to inflation. So is, is, is Javier Mille just sort of prolonging the inevitable of hyperinflation in his country? Or do we have an opportunity to come back to the gold standard, which is what I'm talking to people about right now, Pete. 18 states are looking at you know sound money acts and getting back on gold and having their own gold depositories and doing all this. So it's as if the 10th Amendment is still alive in some of these state legislators and some of the people in these states are like, wait a minute, we Hang gotta on. get out of the Federal Reserve System. Which, which, which is what BRICS is doing. So I, I'm, we're living through some interesting times and hopefully Kissinger being gone will allow us to put a lot of this to bed and move into a more sound uh, and restore the Republic after we get rid of some of these communists that have just destroyed our country. His, um, his stranglehold on the world, obviously a brilliant man, truly a statesman the way he presented himself but he was a former intel officer that's you know what they do is they have to build a relationship with even their adversaries um, right this guy uh, i'm going to ask you this how is he able to have that much power over all of the powerful people i how? was pete i was just going to ask you that question how uh, the only thing i can think of is the same way that Ghislaine maxwell and epstein have power over or had power over everybody else right it's same old, same old story. Blackmail, blackmail, and blackmail. Um, Kissinger's, I, I, I've got to believe that's how the intelligence community gets away with everything that they get away with. They just blackmail people into an oblivion. So I, I really don't know because when I look at him and I listen to the arrogance, if people are impressed by arrogance, and yeah, pe some people are because they swim in those circles and that's what they're used to hearing and that's how what they bow down to. But I think about Mr. and Mrs. America in flyover country, are they really impressed by arrogance, especially today? I don't think so. I think they're disgusted by it all. 
I think they just they're dreading every single minute of political news at this point because people are just so gross. All they want to do is they just they're looking for solutions. They're looking for ways to fix this problem that we call, you know, America circling the drain. And uh, I, I don't honestly I can't answer that question except to make some sort of extrapolation since he's an intelligence guy that he must have had dirt on people and just held it over their heads because I really don't think he was that compelling otherwise. Oh, absolutely. And uh, even Trump, Trump, you know, he came in. I mean, Trump has to know everything that we just described. Trump coming off of the dollar standard, China, all those things. Trump. Did you listen to his interview with him? Did you listen to him? And they played a clip recently of him in the Oval with Kissinger. I did. Yeah, I played it this morning. Uh, He said he was friends. So you know that Trump was he was gracious. Yeah. But then at the very end, he talked about, well, we have had 25 years of, you know, we got to fix the last 25 years, right. which, by the way, was a 25 years. Kissinger was still advising all these people, right? That's and right. Made That's real, right. A sort of influence in the last yeah. 25 years. Trump was saying how screwed up it all was. So he basically gave yeah. him a lot of pats on the back, but then just stuck a, a dagger through his heart when he talked about the last 25 years being screwed up and he had to fix it. And I said that. I said Trump had to have known who's sitting across from him and not to alienate him and respect him. and. Uh, and I'm thinking, okay, uh, keep your enemies closer to you. But he had such a significant impact. Can you imagine 80 years on the planet as powerful as he was? 80 years. 80. It's impressive, Pete. I, I Like I said, evil genius is quite impressive. He, I respect the fact that he was able to be present and be as effective as he was. It just shows he had gravitas. But I mean, people have got to wake up and see what what it was really for. And you and know what I was, was thinking? For. He did it an interview. He did an interview with Ted Koppel, and he's a hundred years old. It was like a month ago, and he said, "I work fifteen hours a day." I said, "Thank God this guy's dead. He's still working." And uh, <laughs> wait, we need to shut it down. And you know, what I mean, cut him off. I mean, thank goodness he's gone. Thank goodness. Pete, I don't think we would have ever gotten an interview with Henry Kissinger. He would have looked at one of our tapes and said, oh, that's not a friendly. I'm not oh, going no. there. Like the Fauci Rob would run from us. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. You know, like Fauci uh, ran from me once. I ran <laughs> the clip. Have you ever seen the clip where he's on the floor of the New York Stock, uh, Stock Exchange and uh, Aaron Burnett is with him? Have you ever seen that where he referred to Barack Obama in the, the New World Order? Have you ever seen that? No, I did not. I don't recall seeing that. Well, uh, here's the thing. It was right about the time when Barack Obama, and I'm look. I'm actually going to pull this up right now because you have to hear it. Pull it. it. I want to see um, it. Uh, the, uh, the thing that he said uh, regarding the New World Order, it pissed me off so bad. You know why? Because I was listening why? to Alex Jones at around 2005 or so, and he's talking about the New World Order. And next thing you know, I'm getting called a conspiracy theorist about talking about the New World Order. <laughs> And, and this guy comes out right before he's inaugurated and said that this is a good opportunity to bring in the new world order, Henry, Henry Kissinger said. And I said, you bunch of scumbags, you yeah. know, demonizing yeah. us in that fashion. But, you know, um, I'm, I'm going to pull this clip up. But but today you had a conversation with Mel Kay uh, and I haven't spoken to her. You, how long were you guys talking about Henry Kissinger? Was she going oh, off? We talked about Henry Kissinger for probably 20 minutes or more. Uh, yeah, we moved from, yeah, we, we did a, a, maybe a little bit more on Henry Kissinger, but mostly just talking about all the different organizations that he was affiliated, you know, CF, Council of Foreign Relations, Trilateral Commission, Committee of 300, and then all the other ones that you know about. But it was, uh, you know, his sphere of influence was massive. But he was a war criminal, in my humble opinion, and Mel's opinion as well. I mean, the guy 
was an evil genius and uh, you know was a, a mentor to Klaus Schwab. You got to you got to think you know Klaus Schwab in his Darth Vader outfit. You know what does that make? <laughs> What does that make Kissinger? The you know the uh, emperor, <laughs> emperor Palpatine, or I thought that was George Soros. But no either way, these are evil people that have a completely different set of agenda items for I have humanity. This, I have this, clip. and they really believe that they can make these decisions on our behalf. We didn't elect him. We didn't uh, even want to talk to these people. I'm sorry, I messed up the background there. Let me uh, let me get that fixed. Uh, <laughs> uh, I apologize. I'm gonna I'm gonna play this clip though. I found it. Um, and I'm not doing this to impress you. I was so pissed off when he did this because I, I had just it. spent, you know, I was just coming into independent media and I was, you know, I was coming from corporate America. I was suit and tie. I'm a Fox News brainwashy. You know, I was told yeah. by Sean Hannity that Ron Paul was too old and he was crazy. And then I started being called a conspiracy theorist because I'm talking about the new world order. And Henry right. Kissinger uh, is on live on the air. And this is. What he what he said. You have simultaneously you have India, Pakistan, you have, you have uh, uh, the jihadist uh, movement. So he can't really say that it's one problem, that it's the most important problem. Uh, but he can give a new impetus to American foreign policy, partly because the reception of him is so extraordinary around the world. I think his task will be to develop an overall strategy for America in this period when really a new world order can be created. It's a great opportunity. It isn't just a crisis. Are you confident about the people uh, President-elect Obama has and, chosen to surround? And that was, in fact, the first time that one of the elite mentioned the new world order publicly in the mainstream. Yeah. It was right before Barack Obama's well, uh, we had also George uh, Herbert Walker Bush, right? We talked about the New World Order. Right, right, right. But uh, right, the, the yeah, the New World Order. But you know, um, I say the the elite publicly uh, coming out right. just out in the open talking about it outside of what Bush said. Thousand points right. of light in the New World Order. Right, yep. right, yeah. right. So, so here we are, uh, them fighting for the New World Order. But he also described the Hegelian dialectic. He said, "Wow." This problem, he's referring to what's going on in Gaza, Pakistan, Middle East. He said, oh, through all of this chaos, uh, we can establish a new world order. And I'm like, you know what? Could you be any more obvious? Sure, we can carpet bomb Vietnam and uh, <laughs> I come out on the other side, uh, you know, with a solution. You just bomb them and now you're offering a solution to your bombing. You filthy pig. Good riddance. Say hello yeah. to John McCain for us down there. <laughs> Well, I'm sure the elevator only went one direction and it was going down. I just don't know how far down it went. Did they make it to McCain or did it go past McCain? What's yeah. your opinion? Mm, oh, my goodness, these people. And it's a select few. As I was saying before, the solution to our problems is to get rid of the very small select few that have abused power and technology against us, weaponize it. All right, let's segue. You ready? Uh, okay. So uh, terrorists come over the border in Israel, right? Hamas, you want to know what's going on there. They want to kill um, uh, Israelis, wipe Israel off the face of the map. Uh, major significant event. 1,400 people killed. What does Joe Biden do? Doesn't talk about the hostages. And the border is still left open. And if you were commander in chief and that happened and you know terrorists are coming, would you lock that border down? Yes or no? Oh my gosh. We locked the border down for COVID. 
you know, the, the virus that people can 99% of the time survive, you know, the common cold, we locked it down for COVID. Uh, Abbott could shut it and he did. And yet they don't. And I'm sorry, I don't even really care anymore with Joe Biden and Alejandro Mariocas say from the Department of Homeland Insecurity, Pete, because frankly, they don't work for us. But our governors are supposed to really work for us and they're supposed to protect us because our states have rights. Just like anybody that comes in my state in Florida can be deported. Just like anybody coming across the state of Texas can be deported back to the country of origin. They don't we don't need to keep them and we certainly don't need to bust them. So uh, the fact that we now know that the government is admitting to uh, over 2000 known uh, people on the terrorist watch list, uh, our sources that are experts in this are telling us three million terrorists are inside our country. We know fact that we have terror cells in all 50 states. Uh, We have seen with our own eyes, I have been down there, not only along the Texas border to see it, but also down in the Darien Gap with Michael Yan and other members of our team from Operation Burning Edge. Uh, We've seen Chinese-aged military men, Chinese of military age, I should say, men, all men. We've seen Afghanis of military age, all men. men, uh, Men from various countries in Africa, all of military age. I'm not talking like young, young or old, old. They're all of military age way more than the women and children and the women and children that we do see it's not family units Um, these are people that are being trafficked by the cartels and you can always tell because pete um, when you have a baby uh, maternal or paternal you hold your child a certain way no these children are kind of carried around like a sack of potatoes or they're you know pushed through a crowd with their you know the the uh this the whoever you want to call it they're not father not mother putting their hands on their shoulders and kind of maneuvering them through crowds that what's happening at our border is completely funded by the United States, funded by the United Nations, and funded by you, the American taxpayer, through non-governmental organizations um, like uh, you know UNHCR, like uh, SLS, MVM, Southwest Key Programs, um, Doctors Without Borders, the American Red Cross. You name it, any one of these organizations, you'll see their flags and or their their uh, avatars down on the border. And uh, it's their logos, I should say. It's it's pretty disgusting, to be honest, just to see how well this is being orchestrated. Uh, When I say well orchestrated, I mean people are coming in and buses, giant motor coach buses, are there to pick them up after they come out of the jungle and take them and drive them to to uh, to um, America, to the American border. It's it's unbelievable what's happening. They're moving thousands and thousands and thousands of people a day just what out of the Darien Gap. I think right now it's 10,000 a day just out of the gap. What's the justification? The what is the justification to help facilitate all of that? The justification? Yeah. Well, it's, it has nothing to do with, um, you know, getting jobs here or filling jobs because we all know I'm those are about helping them and hopscotching. What, what, what if they just it's, stopped helping them? Would, would the immigration flow stop, the illegal immigration flow? Oh, absolutely. The majority of it would stop. It would absolutely stop. If they weren't being funded to come here and everything facilitated, you know, you get to a certain point, we'll put you on a bus and drive you, you know, two or three days up through Central America and drop you off at the Mexican-U.S. border where the Border Patrol is there to pick you up and and literally process you and give you a check for 2200 bucks a month and send you to wherever you're supposed to go. These people have already predetermined. By the time they get to the United States, they know whether they're going to Chicago, Atlanta, New York, 
San Francisco or Des Moines or, you know, what you name it. They already have a city and a destination and they have their paperwork and they're not here legally. But the most horrific part, Pete, is the children because we, you know, we ran into a bunch of whistleblowers that came forward. These kids are being literally imported into this country by the thousands every single day. They're being housed to the tune of $780 per day uh, for these NGOs to fund you know, these children, each child, think of that, 780 bucks a day. Some of these warehouses hold two, three, four, five thousand children in them. They're like Walmart super centers that have been converted. We've seen those with our own eyes as well. And uh, then they bust these kids around to different warehouses because the government is again funding these companies that own these warehouses, these NGOs. And then, of course, some of these kids are getting peeled off and they're being sent out into private homes all over the country by the thousands. I have a list of 8,600 kids that I've turned over to a team of child rescues, uh, team that does child rescues all over the world. And they're coordinating with a whole group of people from psychological evaluations, mental health, all this kind of stuff to get these kids rescued and then returned or wherever they can go because maybe their parents sold them into this. Who knows? Their parents could have been murdered in the desert. You don't know what happened to the parents. It's just this is an operation unlike anything we've ever seen. This is a weaponized mass migration, excuse me, weaponized mass uh, migration of human beings into an invasionary force, unlike this globe has ever seen before any in, in any time in history. It's just unprecedented what's happening right now. And when our I, country is being destroyed for it. When I first started talking to Todd Benzman, I wanted to conspiracy theorize and speculate about uh, who's the money behind this thing. And I mentioned George Soros. I said, have you been able to traffic and or, or track the money? And he stayed away from it. He said, I haven't seen that. And, you know, we, we could... You know, uh, because we're printing it no. because we are printing it, Pete. Our our Federal Reserve is printing, printing, printing. The, the HHS has two point nine trillion dollar a year budget, two point nine trillion dollars. And you can't find all the line items that are funding what's going on to, to make this happen at wow. the border because they have it buried in all sorts of programs all over the place. Mm. Each. Let me give you one example. Uh, one. NGO, one facility, and mind you, they have each NGO has hundreds of facilities all over the country, and that doesn't include the kids that they farm out into these houses that also get paid, the people that live in these houses. By the way, they're mostly illegal aliens that live in these houses that take in these kids as sponsors and then, you know, sex traffic them out, pimp them out at night. But one NGO is, you know, is more like, a, you know, can be a, a, got $100 million a month, wow. a month for one location. Wow. So it's, it's a money laundering money. operation. It's massive money. That's what I'm trying to say. And you know they're skimming money off the top too? Uh, they're oh laundering. God, it's like, you know, $1,000 hammers and, and you know, $10,000 toilet seats. It's stupid wow. what they're doing. I mean, the, it's all just right. such waste, fraud, and abuse. But more, forget all that. It's the people that are being destroyed. Their lives are being destroyed. They're getting paid $2,200 a month. Pete, can you live, can you feed your family on 2200 bucks a month? Can I feed America? them? Not these days. <laughs> well, yes, you can, but it's it's tough to do. It, it, it's really tough. So you can a you imagine full, a full family. Here? Yeah, you, you you can't you can't do it. So no. these people are getting twenty two hundred bucks a month. So now they're having to move into a house or an apartment with multiple people, all getting twenty two hundred a month, just so they have enough money to pay rent mm -hmm. and then feed themselves. But you think they're going to go to work? Certainly not. They don't have to put food on the table because it's provided to them. That's right. Right. Uh, Health care, education. So, I mean, you know, and then think about the average American that's worked his whole life, her life. They collect 14, 15, maybe 1800 bucks a month Social Security. 
and you got an illegal who literally sashayed across the border after being driven in a coach in a coach uh you know bus up the way from from panama or wherever they came in and they're getting two thousand two hundred where's the, where's the equity pete how's that oh my god <laughs> they love that word where's my the god. equity yeah there's no equity it's not fair it's disgusting it's fraud it's corrupt it's criminal we it gotta is. stop it all right listen i want to spend the remaining moments here and it's a it's a big topic but i want you to give everyone look at you the great what i can uh, get it if blurred. i can get the it's camera blurred. is hang blurred, on blurred, blurred. Blur, blur, blurry, blurry. Yeah, unfortunately, okay. I can't get it to be unblurry, but maybe if I hold it. Oh, here, there it is. There yep. we go. The great, uh, the great we set. Who wrote that? This book, The Great We Set, is written by a gentleman named David Zuniga, and he's the founder of TacticalCivics.com. Pete, you've is... got to get him on your show, and you've got to get Bill Ogden and I'm... Jeff Calhoun. Uh, Rob Lane, Brian Bowermaster. These are all people affiliated with Tactical Civics. I'm here to tell you. This is this. They have distilled our constitution into something that's very digestible, which, by the way, it's digestible anyway, because it's it written is. in plain old common English. It's common law. Uh, you don't need an attorney to interpret the constitution, by the way. That's a bunch of bunk. But the great we set is telling you about how we can actually take back our government by at the county level and tactical civics has actually stood up i think it's uh, about 1200 chapters nationwide which is 1200 counties we have 3100 as you know so we're almost halfway there and that's in the last six or seven months we've done it pretty quickly because we're starting to push this out and people are you know getting on board but it's this is like let's talk about cochise county shall we you you, you were tracking what's going on in cochise county that uh, the secretary of state of arizona is now oh, yeah. trying to indict a couple of that's county right. commissioners for daring to question the election right pete you, you and, tracking and all that to not use machines they don't they, they don't want to use machines and they're going to be arrested right they want to go to correct. paper ballots that's yeah. correct that, that's in, that's part of it but they've been challenging this and so really you know you you the secretary of state katie hobbs they're all illegitimate what can cochise county do to stand up and fight back well they could form a grand jury a county grand jury and the way that you form a county grand jury lawfully because you don't need you don't need a, um, a a judge to appoint. You don't need a prosecutor to appoint one, although they can. Mm -hmm. um, you don't even need a superior court. You just the citizens can say, you know what? We suspect there's a problem. We want to investigate. You need one half of one percent of the population of your county to form a county grand jury. One half of one percent. So in Cochise County, uh, I believe that's like seven hundred people, maybe approximately. You get 700 people to sign a petition, you can get a grand jury started and you can start to investigate the fraud. And Cochise County should be investigating the fraud that happened in their county when it comes to the election and the integrity of what happened on the, especially the 2022 election when they lost their secretary of state, Abe Hom and uh, the attorney general as well, Abe Hominay, all that. They need to investigate that. So the other book that he wrote is called Grand Jury Awake, Grand Jury Awake. And it explains in great detail and according to the uh, great late great Antonin Scalia, Supreme Court Justice, yeah. in a case of United States versus Williams in 1992, it was a, a precedent that was set. You don't need to have any government appoint any grand jury. The people can decide to do it. And it comes right back down to just the numbers, one half of 1%. So if we have 1,200 counties and we can get the rest of the counties you know, uh, on board, 3,100 counties, and one half of 1% of all these counties decide to investigate all at once, uh, you don't think they're going to start fixing the problem quickly because they realize we operate outside of the three areas of our constitution. We outside, we operate outside the legislative, the judicial, and the executive branch. 
county grand uh, grand juries are outside of those. They have they're like sort of a fourth branch of government, if you will, because they're outside of their of the constitution. But they have all the power because the people are the government. The constitution is there to protect us from the government, the, the people that we choose to govern us, right? So that's why the county grand jury is so important. So this is what I've been focused on, Pete, for the last several months. I've been out evangelizing this concept to people, and we're trying to build up the Tactical Civics organization, and it's growing like wildfire. Because once people go to tacticalcivics.com and watch their 11-minute video, light bulbs go off. They're like, oh, my God, here's the answer this whole time. We just, you, how come we didn't? You know didn't that, uh, not, you know, I mean, I, I've also, you know where, where my, um, uh, where my heart is, I absolutely agree in everything that you just said. And uh, it, it seemed like, you know, nobody was willing to, to step up. There's 3,000 counties. You said that they've already uh, established chapters in 1,200 1200 counties. That's a lot. That's great. In I a know. Short period in of like time. six months, Pete. That's in great. Like six months. Um, that is outstanding because it does cost a lot of money if, if you don't have a method. I'll talk to you about the methodology maybe uh, yep. uh, off the air. I want to get involved in this. I want to help out. I mean, we need. I knew you journalists. would, Pete, because no, this I is really literally do. roll your sleeves up and get it, get it, get it going on. It's this is not. This is what I call add water and stir. It's super easy. This is not complicated. You know, constitutional committees. You know, the um, uh, there's a legal way to do all this, and you have to do it right. Because guess what? Way back when in 2014, I was talking to even attorneys. We we're talking about citizen grand juries. Guess what the government did? Uh, they declared me to be a domestic terrorist at the highest level, oh. sovereign citizen, right? Oh, that's not, there's no such thing as sovereign citizen, by the way. You can't be both. Right. You're either sovereign or you're a citizen. They're an oxymoron. But, but they on. did, and I don't want to discourage anybody, but I know what their methodology is. They have the guns, they have the power once you're in their jurisdiction. But uh, if we have the power in numbers, the power in we the people, let's segue to the next topic. Populism, okay, uh, mm -hmm. is is flourishing all throughout the world. Look at Argentina as an example. The, the the power in the people. You get a good, clean, fair election, the people will rise up and we can take the system back. And and we have to take um, the federal courts back. We gotta take back the, the county seats and do it at the local level. So so that is your those are your marching orders right now. That's where your focus is is bottom up, county on up. Uh, local right. action, national impact. Well, Pete, let me ask you this. You know, when it comes to the Constitution, the first three letters, the first three words are what, Pete? We. We the people. Yeah, we the people. We're the government. We the people. Everything else after that is, you know, they're bottom feeders. They serve us. And if they choose to be the bottom feeders serving us, God bless them. Mm -hmm. um, but we tell them what to do. And so far, we have been remiss. We're sort of like in the middle of a 12-step program. We're kind of waking up like, oh, my God, we've hit the bottom of the bottle. Like, how much more can we drink of their Kool-Aid? I'm not drinking it anymore. We, you know, we've subjected ourselves to democracy and the wrong mob is in rule right now. We're not a democracy. We're a republic. The federal the, the uh, Washington, D.C., 10 square miles is a federal legislative democracy. That's how they are governed. They have their administrative laws and, and USC codes and all this stuff. They blow right past their USC codes all the time. For instance, you've heard me rail about the fact that none of them have a proper oaths of office according to their statutes, USC 5. 
you know, uh, 33, 32, they don't have a solid oath of office because they didn't get it witnessed or notarized or signed or whatever they're supposed to do. They didn't do it. So they're already breaking all their rules. You think they give a crap about ours? They've trounced all over the Constitution. In oh, fact, yeah. we actually have two constitutions. We have one for the United States and of the United States. They're governing us with the of version and we are the for version, but they don't care. And we're allowing them to not care. We tacitly agree to this point. nonsense over and over, which is why we need grand juries and yeah. you got to read the great we set and once you read those two books you just won't quit you'll be like a dog with a chew toy you'll get it uh, and and we're, we're gonna wrap uh, are we okay with time by the way i know you're you have a busy schedule yeah. we'll wrap up yeah, here I'm but good. i've got a nine know, o'clock i want to get i want to get everybody away because i think we we're, we're in this like uh i call it purgatory i'm a old world like recovering we're in purgatory we're where um we almost uh resorted back to the old method of oh Congress needs to get things fixed and the courts need to get things fixed. And I say, you know what? Stop saying that nothing will ever get done because we are the front line of defense of our constitutional republic. And Amen. we have to recognize that Congress is actually one of those weapons in the weaponization of government. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, you know what I mean? They're, I, I don't want to put my trust in the people in the 10 square miles of the 535 that lord over millions of us. No, we need to say enough is enough. Uh, the power to begin with was delegated to you. You've abused it and we're done with you. So we are at the county level um, and in the state level, states rights, we're gonna get back to delegating your power and authority. You're gonna be limited to defending our borders, lock the border down and filling potholes on interstate freeways. Outside of that, We've got enough government here at the local level. Do you agree with Amen. that? Oh, Pete, I'm 100% with you. And there's more I'll talk to you about, but I don't want to bring it up on your show because, like you said, in 24, was it 2014 when they came after you, put you on a list? They put me on that same list in yeah. 2021. <laughs> so yeah. I'll talk to you offline. But the power, here it is. If you got a small group of people that come after you, they get you, they put you in a box like they did. And uh, I need yeah. to tell you about that update. It's a, it's a great one. But the power in our numbers, we have it, the sentiment right now, the public sentiment, uh, it doesn't even matter what the laws are. Uh, they say, oh, legally, you know, like the Border Patrol, they're allowing uh, the destruction of our country. And they say, well, we have our hands tied because the law is and the policy is this. No, we need uh, even our federal agents to start stepping up and saying, I'm going to refuse this order. This is crazy. I'm not going to be participating. I, I'm shocked at this point now that they're still not refusing it. But I, you know, one hand I'm shocked and the other hand, I'm not shocked because Pete, I've been there and I've seen these customs and border protection agents taking these women and children and bringing them to Catholic charities and lording over them back and forth. I have video of this. I've played it on my show where they're going back and forth and you can see the border protection agents sort of like, chest puffed out man man broing them hug bro you know what is it bro hugging themselves i i i it looks like this is their trophy and i can only imagine what they're getting paid by the cartel to make sure that these people are being put into this position to be trafficked it's disgusting and the fact that you see video after video of them cutting the fence and the texas national guard going in behind them and repairing the fence what's with the show like why why are why does the national guard even bother repairing it it's like such a show for what and why would you even let them cut the fence? Why is the Border Patrol not understanding that their kids are getting sick with tuberculosis because the migrant children are in their children's classrooms? And this multi-drug resistant tuberculosis is spreading not only through the children, but it's spreading through the 
through the cattle and the agriculture business. You know, beef is going to be is going up like crazy because not only are we killing our beef supply, we're blowing them up like they like to do and destroy our our, our you know processing plants, but they're killing our cows because they're getting tuberculosis and it's slaughtering herds. Okay. I mean, this I, this is everybody I, I just has don't heard know where me. people how they don't think it's going to affect them. Yeah, they're getting paid right now, but that money's going to be worth nothing when you don't have your life. The power, Hello? the power is in us. We're, I want to end on this note. I always say it yes. um, over and over and over again. We started out saying, get in where you fit in. Now I want you to tell everybody in your own words on top of what I say every single day. Maybe they're getting so used to it. They're not, they're not recognizing where we are. This, we're right in the middle of an all out war for our country and everybody needs to do something. So. How do you tell somebody that's sitting there listening and they're in the chat room and they're, what do you tell them that they need to do uh, and why do they need to do it? Because we are at war. If we do not all act, we will lose our country and our way of life, won't we? We absolutely will. Um, I encourage everybody to get to tacticalcivics.com. Watch the quick 11 minute video. You can speed it up to twice the speed if you want smash the red button and just join. Somebody will reach out to you and they'll figure out where you are. And if there's a tactical civics group in your county, they'll introduce you. Um, these people are so highly organized. They meet multiple times a week on Zoom. It's education, education, and you're going to make new friends. But most importantly, when we are all organized and we have our, our chapters all established, we will now have a very succinct plan on how we're going to go and stand up grand juries and start indicting these people. And we have the enforcement mechanism uh, to actually get these people uh, adjudicated, unlike what we see happening today where Congress has hearings and nothing ever gets done. It's, it's just a bitch session and a show session and a look at my face on TV session. Well, I look important, but nothing ever happens. It's time we start indicting these people and putting them behind bars or whatever needs to be based on the crimes they've committed. And God knows we have enough evidence across crimes against humanity, election fraud and other fraud everywhere to get you know, money laundering that we can start to lock these people up and people. We're going to do it. The people have to do it. It's up to us. President Trump is a benevolent dictator. Love him dearly. But frankly, he doesn't have a real Congress to work with. So let's, he executive orders everything, just like Barack let's Obama, over Joe Biden. Let's overemphasize. He's a benevolent something. dictator where the rest of them are malevolent. Let's overemphasize one point here. Uh, we are done with the yay team. We can do this. We're together. We're let's go for. No, we have no choice. We have no choice. We have, we no, have choice. no choice. If we don't do this, guess what? You know what? We're, we're those camps they're building that they're processing all these illegals in. They'll be for us next. And what happened in New York with Cassie, Kathy Hochul overturning the appeal in uh, 231 up there, or 213, is going to turn into everywhere else. Uh, and uh, I expect real estate in Florida to take off again because I think half of New York is going to leave and come Did back. Did she overturn the appeal? There. Yeah, she overturned the appeal. Yeah, they can now uh, quarantine you and declare a quarantine and whatever they want, whenever they want. They don't even need evidence she of it. Overrode of the, the wow, holy cow, wow these yeah, that these happened are brazen, a couple of days ago. Oh yeah, brazen <laughs> Marxists. All right, all right. Lastly, um, you've got your finger on the pulse. A lot of things. You've been down on the border. You see what's happening. Tactical civics. Uh, and I, I am just about this close to finalizing curriculum for citizen journalism schools as well uh we oh, need to get people trained and and it needs to be in every single county uh, so i want to help out there um right, right now when you go to sleep and i i know you're a patriot we all worry about this we go to sleep and the reason why we don't get as much rest as we should 
uh, is because we have concerns. What's your, what's your biggest, you know, they, it's so cliche. What keeps you up at what night? Keeps what, me up you, at night? What is your biggest concern right now? Oh, <laughs> uh, that, uh, that people don't see the value in what freedom really is that, is, that they're, that they settle, they settle for universal basic income. They settle mm-hmm. for this idea that globalism trumps nationalism. Uh, you know, Pete, uh, my heritage is from the Netherlands. Uh, everybody, I think visiting Europe is fantastic. I think going around the world is amazing. Visiting people and culture and 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 just being a part of that and immersing yourself, it's beautiful. But what these people want is homogenization. They don't want any of it. And they're doing a really good job of dissolving culture everywhere around the world. My God, look at London. It doesn't even resemble London anymore. You don't even, you might as well be in the Middle East with Big Ben planted in the middle. Um, it's, it's really sad. And if, if Americans don't value that, then I guess, okay, you know, we're outnumbered. But I really do think people value their, their um, hereditary, their, you know, their heritage. I think they value their freedom. I just don't think they've understood what they're about to lose. And until you actually lose it, like I, like I said, the best thing that can happen is the banks fail. I know that sounds like a horrible thing to say because people are like, I'm on a fixed income. And what a, uh, well, you know what? That'll be a great equalizer. We'll all be in the you-know-what you together. You just so helped I, me I realize. people up and bank failure is the only thing I think of that's going to actually get people to get off their horse and do something. Yeah, you know, you just helped me recognize something that my greatest angst, because we show up to work every single day, we're not becoming rich and famous doing what we're doing. That's not why we're showing up to work. <laughs> It's but, quite the opposite. <laughs> but, you know, we think about all you know, the border, open uh, this, uh, new election. You got to go through that whole list of angst, potential terrorism, all that. But ultimately, uh, the most angst I have is our beloved fellow Americans. How do they respond to each? What will they do to prevent all these things from happening or stop it from happening? You're right. Mm. Yep. It's our, it's our greatest concern. So if you're tuned in right now, just know I've already committed to, to Anne that uh, this is the right place, the right time to do this, the tactical civics. I'm going to reach out to these guys. I want to learn right more and you. contribute and, and, and do whatever I can. We have to get down. Lastly, Michigan, I just covered the story. Michigan, a town in Michigan, um, declared oh, a second amendment. Half of the counties in Michigan are sanctuary cities. We need to get with our sheriffs. We need to work. And the sheriffs that are not constitutional, we need to let them know, put them on notice. Yes. Uh, it's all in there, Pete. You're, you're gonna not, love it. And you're, and oh boy. We don't need to threaten them. You're we gonna say, love when you talk to David Zuniga, Bill Lock. You're gonna be wow. so, you're gonna have him on your show once a week. I know you, you're gonna be all over this. I uh, wanna be put in contact with them. We have to do this, folks. We have no choice. I will work day and no night uh, with an organization, because organization and doing it quickly, we have to do it very fast. These guys are hyper organized. They even have an app and it's not like post your dinner uh, picture of your favorite meal. It's like we're, it's a working app and it's a very functional app. It's yeah. fantastic. Actually, That's they're great. totally organized. Good. It's amazing. Well, we have to be because we have limited time. And but by the way, and here's my final note. Not one person hearing our voices right now should be. Now, of course, we can talk about 2024. Uh, but 2024 will be what we do right now, today, and every day leading up to it. Right. You have to act now. You can't wait for President Trump to get back in. Shoot, they're going to, uh, I have another fear, they're going to try to assassinate him. Uh, you know, they oh. speak of it, but they'll do anything. It will stop at nothing uh, to maintain their power. And yeah, give, they, give out your website. Steal it again. If anybody thinks they're not going to steal 2024, you're mistaken. 
Yeah, they're, they're going to. And uh, remember, um, look down at Argentina. They went with paper ballots. They did the hand counts, and it was a clean election, and the people's voice was heard. So uh, uh, we need to get rid of the uh, the machines and the uh, the current system. Give out your websites. Give everything. You guys know how much sure. I love Ann Vandersteel, and, and I'm going to lay out well, however mutual. we can support. Mutual. Um, I, you can find me on best place is Twitter because it links to everything. Twitter at Ann Vandersteel. I have a substack, annvandersteel.substack.com. Uh, my shows, you can watch them on Twitter, but they're also at rightnow.news. And I'm about to uh, relaunch a website here pretty soon. And when I have that, I, everything will be there. But um, you can look at it. It's not much look at annbannerstill.com, but it's basically a placeholder. It doesn't have anything on there. But All right, everybody. Wow, powerful. I'm already engaged with the uh, guys from Tactical Civics. They'll be coming on. I'm scheduling calls. I'm engaged with them right now. They have a lot of material. And we'll be sharing it with you here in the coming days. Stay right there. We'll be right back. I'm excited to announce that we're bringing back our best offer. I'm excited to announce that we're bringing back our best offer ever on our original my slippers. You save ninety dollars a pair with your promo code. And now my slippers come in even more sizes: smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new styles and colors. Get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know what makes my slippers different is my exclusive four layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers my slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable extremely durable and they help relieve stress on your feet i'm so confident that you and everyone you know are going to love my slippers that i'm extending my 60-day money-back guarantee until march 1st 2024 making them the best christmas gifts ever so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now use your promo code to save 90 dollars. that's only 49.98 a pair quantities won't last long so please order now hi i'm ron paul i know what you're thinking another gold commercial but don't put the tv on mute you owe it to yourself to listen stock markets may be high right now but they'll eventually fall and when they do your retirement savings will fall along with them call the experts at gold co today to learn more about how easy it is to invest in gold with a gold ira Call 855-614-1681 or visit goldco.com forward slash Pete. Cardio Miracle is the finest and most comprehensive nitric oxide and vitamin D supplement in the world. Made from the highest quality ingredients, Cardio Miracle is driven and backed by science and committed to your health and well-being. Get your 60-day, no-risk, money-back guarantee now at CardioMiracle.com. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents
represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. gentlemen uh all right uh, absolute not just bombshell uh impactful great group of people scott mckay is part of a group um whole bunch of guys i'm gonna bring them on um from tactical civics great work great writings good materials great organization and uh, over 1,200 counties set up. As you guys know, I've been trying to get people energized uh, county by county. Um, and, I, and I knew Ann was brewing with something, but um, I, I didn't realize they were that far advanced within a, uh, several months, which is great. So I'm going to align with them. I've been wanting to do the citizen journalism thing, uh, QUX boxes, all that stuff. Just everything is coming uh, together quite nicely. Uh, and it also comes together, uh, just let me remind you again, uh, it is Christmas season. The best way uh, to support us is to support our sponsors. Uh, MyPillow.com will, will be an obvious choice for everybody. Uh, Deb, let, let, me, let me put you on the screen here real mm -hmm. quick. Just very quickly, because I want to talk about Aries Tech. All right. But. Let everybody know, and we will constantly let everybody know, make your purchase at mystore.com. Go to mystore.com, take a look at the stuff that's there. Stocking stuffers, items to get your friends and family members, mystore.com prom, uh, forward slash Pete or Deb, uh, promo code uh, Pete or Deb. Um, mystore.com is huge. Uh, at minimum, everybody should have their bag of beans like we do right upstairs mycoffee.com yeah. uh, mycoffee.com my coffee is a great product all right mm -hmm. the tactical civics thing let me tell you what's going on uh did she mention mike lindell by the way i don't think so she didn't mike lindell loves the concept and he's mm -hmm. going to be helping to get us uh off the ground i say help he's got a great network of people um uh, i'm going to be talking to uh, Patrick Kolbeck today. Patrick Kolbeck is uh, is on Mike's team. Um, Mike Lindell's team. Mm -hmm. So Mike Lindell wants to get behind this. Patrick Kolbeck is already. Uh, and let's go. Let's do this thing. Let's support MyPillow.com. Let's support MyStore.com. Christmas season is here. Make that move. Um, make that move right now. Support our sponsors. It's the fuel uh, that will get us across the finish line. Uh, here's another thing. Um, 
we selected uh, AriesTech.com uh, for many different reasons. As you already know, I'm a big proponent uh, of stopping uh, the CIA's use of EMF technology. It exists. And even right now, uh, you're surrounded by it. I mean, the device that you're on right now is streaming uh, electromagnetic radiation. It's shocking, but it's true. Um, Deb, do you have yours, by the way? My. The, like that one uh, that you love. I just want to show this just real quick, and we're going to go uh, to uh, a great interview with somebody that got SWAT tamed. Well, we'll get to that. But uh, mm -hmm. look at this is the granddaddy of them all. It's yeah. called the Zone Max. Okay. Um, the Zone Max. Here, let me see if I can put it on the screen. Look at that. That I is. I love that one. All right. Yeah. Uh, Life Tune Zone Max with Aries. It's patented. This is not hocus pocus stuff. All right. Science has proven. Uh, how even low levels of radiation have a negative impact on your health, ranging from disrupted sleep, uh, fertility issues, more serious problems like neurological decline. I'm going to be doing a special segment uh, with a neurologist that shows the before and after effects of this. All right. Mm -hmm. Now, are they, uh, quote unquote, pricey? It depends on what kind of device you get and how much coverage you need uh, to essentially disrupt the the emf um in an area okay uh, you want to neutralize harmful electromagnetic radiations and counteract its negative impact on the body that's what this is patented to do and then all the way down to the smaller one which you put right on your phone all right and mm -hmm. this is the life tune one and deb has an example a uh, couple of other examples yeah. examples they're real devices but um uh ariestech.com uh use promo code uh pete There's 30 pete oh is it pete s it's pete 30 sorry see how pretty that is yeah it's uh I, we, I need to change that across the bottom by the way um pete s30 or pete 35 all right pete s30 and pete 35 this is the right. one, I believe. Hang on. Let me find the, the right spot here. Yep. There's a, um, yeah. so a this charm. Is the one that, yeah, this is the charm, Pete. You got one that, charm. That you put, hang on, your pocketbook or your book bag or whatever. You guys can see that, the little charm right here. See that? Yes. These are so beautiful. They really are. Hmm. it. I mean, you could just throw this in your in your bag, right? It's nice, very nice. Mm. And they work. Very. And we're going to prove do. it. They are. They work. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So AriesTech.com. Use promo code Pete S thirty or Pete thirty five for a discount at checkout. All mm -hmm. right. All right. Now. Um, the, the next thing, um, I, I'm going to get to uh, this interview and we're going to be coming off of, um, we're going to be coming off of uh, uh, Lindell TV, frankspeech.com. 
If you are, if you have the app and you're on Lindell TV, uh, you get your notifications. Make sure you subscribe to our channel. Uh, also, come over to Rumble. Subscribe to our channel on Rumble. Lindell TV is on Rumble as well. Um, and I want to encourage everybody, when you come over to Rumble, subscribe. Click that Rumble button. Do the busy work, the energetic busy work. Every person, we need every hand on deck. All hands on deck. I'm going to ask people in the chat room right now. Does everyone agree uh, that we are in a constitutional crisis? Okay. Our nation is in trouble, eh? And does everyone agree? We can do this. But I'm going to say this like the brutally honest person that I am. We will not win if you sit there and expect someone else to do the dirty work pulling for you. You have to step up. Whatever you can do, get in where you fit in. All right? You got to do it. Uh, we'll be right back. We'll be right after this. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal. Time waits for no I one. I screw that up. I just talk my way. Prep stores talk my way. And long and talk my way. Food Are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns? Lockdowns, natural disasters, power outages, or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal. Time waits for no one, and neither do emergencies. PetePrepStore.com is the ultimate in long-term emergency food preparedness and supplies. You're not just buying food, you're buying peace of mind. Our meals are designed to be nutritious, delicious, and have a 25-year shelf life. Yes, you heard that right. 25 years. We source high-quality non-GMO ingredients and use advanced freeze-drying technology to lock in taste and nutrients. Forget last-minute runs to the grocery store. Pete Prep Store is a click away and delivers right to your doorstep. Why risk the well-being of you and your loved ones? With Pete Prep Store, you're always prepared. Make the smart choice today. Visit PetePrepStore.com and place your order today. This isn't just food. It's your lifeline in times of crisis. Don't wait for an emergency to prepare. Be proactive. PetePrepStore.com. Be prepared. Be secure. Be ready. Always. I'm excited to announce that you've all made my Pillow 2.0 a huge success. And with your amazing support, we've been able to expand my Pillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. And to make room for this, we're clearing out a line of our percale bed sheets. And to thank you, I'm bringing them to you at closeout prices. Use your promo code and you get my king size for only $39 a set. Queens, $35, Fulls, $29, and twin size, just $25. I'm interrupted this commercial to let you know that we've received the last two shipments of these percale bed sheets and because of this i've been able to add more colors sizes and even prints and they're still at closeout prices so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now use your promo code and you'll get my king size only 39 dollars a set queens 35 dollars full 29 dollars and twin size just 25 dollars order now once they're gone they're gone for good you're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear. Dog whoa, whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. 
That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as... Interview I did with uh, Sarah Fields. I listened to it while you were doing it. You did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody pay attention. Um, oh, she's super articulate. She really, very, really is. She's very, a good, she's a good yeah. investigative journalist too. Mm-hmm. You know that, right? Yeah. Uh, I dug into her a little bit. I'm going to kind of pull her in. We need to, to pull her in a little bit closer because of the work that she's doing on several different fronts. Uh, not just with, uh, uh, this is what she discovered, folks. She had a source that told her about a Hamas terror training camp over the border. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, what did the FBI do? Uh, boom, boom, boom. Hey, give us your source. They did, you know, they wanted remember, to know the source. Yeah, everybody okay. should remember she is the the journalist who the FBI came after. Multiple times. Multiple times. Wanted to bring her in. And insisted that she give them uh, the name of her source from her stories that she was doing about this encampment. So wait till you hear this. Wait until you hear this one. Yes. Um, uh, And again, a reminder, ladies and gentlemen, that it's Christmas time. Um. You know what? I'm going to quadruple remind everybody. You ready? Can't hear Deb. Are you serious? Speak up, Deb. I was speaking up. This is... <laughs> I'm right on top of the mic. So... Uh, can't... It, it... Her audio is lower? Okay. Deb. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead. Speak again. Everybody else saying, uh, "Yeah, it's, it's good." Yeah, she, 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 we need to work on her. Uh, her. Uh, no, her I am mind. talking just like I have been the whole show. Okay. Yeah, I haven't changed anything. Sometimes you trail off, though. People can't hear you. And then, uh, okay. Well. Yep. Okay. So, anyways, you ready? And I'm speaking very assertively. That way, I can get you know, make sure that I'm not yelling at you. I'm just making sure we're getting out. Yeah. All right. All right. Again, I'm going to overemphasize this point. MyPillow.com forward slash Pete. If I don't mention this, it's a missed opportunity. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Christmas time. Mike Lindell is one of our nation's greatest patriots, period. All of his employees, okay? Um, there's an 800 number, 800-844-0282. It's going to be across the bottom of the screen. Pick up the phone, call Promo code Pete. Talk to the person at the other end. You know why? They're on commission. The IRS is pursuing them. You tell them we love you. We support you. uh, And make the call. Um, If you can do that, that's even better. All right? Um, Sarah Field's coming up right here. And you'll be hearing more from her in the future. Great investigative journalist. I'm glad we connected to her. All right? 
Ready? Ready. I want to thank you for making my pillow 2.0 a huge success. Now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. Get a queen size for only $39.98 with your promo code. My pillow 2.0 is made with my patented adjustable fill. Plus, we've infused the fabric with our temperature regulating technology. You combine that with our brand new mattress topper 2.0, and I guarantee you, you get the best sleep of your life. It's the perfect time to get the MyPillow 2.0s for your friends, family, and everyone you know. They truly make the best Christmas gifts ever. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to save 50%. Get your queen size MyPillow 2.0 regularly $79.96 now only $39.98 and king size just $5 more. From all of us at MyPillow, Merry Christmas and God bless. MyPillow.com one of my sources from the border told me about we we were in a discussion about how many terrorists have been apprehended at the border i believe in 2023 it's about 160 which is up from 2021 uh, when it was only 100 and so we were having this discussion imagine you know the amount that we have not uh discovered that we have not caught who have just been you know dispersed into gone yeah into the united states and you know, we'll, we'll only know where and who they are when they make themselves known. And it was a scary thought. And then that's when he began to tell me about a Hamas training center. Um, and, uh, and I'm probably going to butcher this, but uh, Motamore, um, I think is how you pronounce it. But it is a town across the border from uh, Brownsville. Mm-hmm. And um, and he began to tell me about a Hamas training center there. And at this Hamas training center, uh, he said he does not believe it is there anymore. As of late 2021, early 2022, the training camp has disappeared, more than likely has been relocated to a different, to somewhere else in right. Mexico. Right. Um, but I was told that there were men who were leaving in the dark of night wearing dark clothing and would cross over the river when it was low and they would conduct training exercises in texas and then they would sneak back over the border back to the training center and this was highly disturbing to me um and i wanted to report on it um and i was also reminded of in 2021 uh i had actually heard about something a a Hamas training center in Mexico that was briefly brought up by um Tom Homan I believe it was at a conference in uh in Brownsville and so I decided to report on it this alleged uh Hamas training center and apparently that is what the that is what triggered the FBI to come knocking at my door and make the second-class citizens. They're going to decide what sites you visit, and they're only going to allow a couple thousand sites. 99% of the web will be off-limits. My next guest I came across when um, I saw a video, um, typical video. I, of course, have been very critical of, and I'll say this right out of the gate, uh, they are the most corrupt criminal crime syndicate in the history of our nation. 
Uh, whereas a, a lot of people for many years, I was growing up my entire life, I respected them as the premier law enforcement agency. They are no more. So uh, I had my sights set on things where, you know, the FBI is boom, 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 knock, knock, knock. We always give people advice, never speak to them. Uh, if they're knocking at your door and they want to ask you questions, that means they have nothing. And they typically approach you to get you to lie to them. It's a five-year sentence if you misrepresent the truth. Uh, they may have a transcript of a call that you have with your grandmother. And they say, what did you say to your grandmother yesterday? And if you don't speak exactly for what's on that transcript, lying to a federal agent, boom, five-year. And they may not have... have have had anything prior to that. So uh, th this interaction with my next guest, Sarah Jessica Fields, uh, she's a Christian constitutionalist, uh, elected Texas state delegate and director of advocacy and president uh, for Texas Freedom Coalition after leaving the military in 2009 as a military police officer, as an MP. Um, she earned a bachelor's degree and gerontology and a master of science and health and wellness psychology and her expertise is in human development across uh, the lifespan she's an investigative journalist for the publica and we'll learn a little bit more about that and president of the texas freedom coalition and of course a, a texas uh, activist sarah i'm glad um and thank you so much we're honored to, to have you on i'm glad you come on and and speak to me about this important set of circumstances. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for coming on. So, you know, first, uh, before we um, talk about the Federal Bureau of Corruption and hiding laptops and evidence, I have so much experience with it, it's unbelievable. So you can even laugh at my jokes. I'm not asking you to laugh now, but I'm saying you can laugh. It's no joking matter, though. I literally had them fabricate a 302 report and a witness and held me pretrial for 619 days. True story. Wow. If you don't know this, and by the way, it's okay uh, because now they're going to have to pay. They were caught and we've exposed them. So I'm establishing that because I've got some credibility. I've had federal agents fired from one of the largest federal cases uh, with the Bundy Ranch trials because of corruption. So uh, I just wanted to establish that credibility right out of the gate. I'm not just an outsider complaining, okay? I've got personal firsthand knowledge. Now I want to know about your military experience. What branch of the military were you in? I was in the Army, 31 Bravo. I was only in for uh, one, one and a half enlistments. I got out halfway uh, through my second enlistment. Um, for uh, what they, at the time, they called it uh, parenting. Uh, it, it was because I was a single parent. Um, but I also was just incredibly tired of it, and I could see the direction that it was going. What year, um, what year did you get out? 2009. 2009, okay. Yeah, you're, you know, you served on, your commander-in-chief was someone that was different than mine. Yours was Barack Obama, uh, right? Yes, right around the time that he was elected was around was this when 
everybody, my leadership, everybody I worked uh, with uh, basically said, it's time to get out. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, yeah. as soon as he was elected, they said it's going to go all completely. It, it was already downhill. It was going to go even, even worse. So, yeah. and it did. And so I'm glad what, I got out when I did. I know what the difference is. I served under uh, President Ronald Reagan and the United States Marine Corps. So wow. there's a huge difference. I had a picture of him very proud. We all did. We're so proud to serve under President Reagan. And then he got Clinton and just all those goofballs thereafter. But um, you were uh, 31 Bravo. Tell every I know what that is, but tell everybody else what 31 Bravo is. What That's a military occupational specialty. And 31 yeah. Bravo is? Yeah, that's military police. Right. You didn't have to like me. Not many people did. <laughs> no. You know? And no. any... Mm-hmm. Anytime, you know, I, I told, uh, I tell anyone that I was 31 Bravo, they're like, oh, you're one of those. <laughs> mm, yes. So we yeah. weren't very well loved. No, but very, very important. And, you know, uh, when you're 31 Bravo, uh, a, a veteran, I mean, that's going to live with you forever. I mean, you're a, a law enforcer. It's in your, it's in your genetics, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. when they come knocking at your door with a gun and a badge um you're not adversarial you understand who they are and what they represent especially in this present day um and that knock at the door came to you um when when did that happen and describe that to to everybody first of all what did you do to warrant a knock at the door and then tell about (laughs) the experience yeah uh that's a lot um Uh uh-huh so yeah. So uh, at the beginning of this year, I was hired on as an investigative journalist for the Publica. And um, none of my, I don't think any of my articles under the Publica even reported on border issues. Um, most my niche is reporting on the corrupt public school systems um, and, you know, public schools that go after parents and the explicit materials within the public school systems. That's my area. Um and anything involving the Texas legislature, um, because I'm also an activist in Texas, so I work a lot with uh, you know, legislators, you know, uh, Senator Bob Hall is a good friend of mine and uh, Representative Steve Toth, and we've worked on things like uh, banning pediatric gender modification in the state of Texas. And, you know, these are the things that I'm mostly focused on Uh, But I have a large platform, and before I was hired on as a journalist for the Publica, um, I would just simply write my, do my own reporting, independent uh, journalism. And I was very involved in the gubernatorial primaries here in Texas. Uh, I ran Chad Prather's campaign for a while, and we visited the border several times and i've visited the border several times since 2021 and i've simply reported on what i have seen um and uh shared photos and some video footage um i also did some reporting on salvador ramos he was the uvalde shooter and uh, a lot of my reporting uh revolved around how he was uh He was involved in one way, in some way with the cartel. He was brainwashed by um, the cartel. And so that's what a lot of my reporting started up as, uh, as far as my reporting of the border. I've also reported about uh, when it 
when it came to reporting about uh, the ban on pediatric gender modification during the 87th legislature here in Texas, that was in 2021, we were, none of the bills that would ban pediatric gender modification would pass. They, none of them passed. And uh, one of the big stories that, one of my first big stories that went viral about the border was that a certain pack called the Border Health Pack that owned a string of gender modification clinics on the border was paying large amounts of money to Governor Abbott in the amount of $1.6 million. And that story was huge. But just wow. recently, mm -hmm. um, I want to say a, a couple of months ago, up a thermos for you what happened hold on a second we will fix that hmm oh that's weird it was a blank spot wow that's weird I apologize for that you guys All right, stand by. Hold on. I'm going to play it all the way through, so you're not going to miss anything. There it is. Um, you know what? I have to accept full responsibility while at the same time putting all the blame on Nathan. <laughs> huh? Poor Nathan. What? No, not poor Nathan. He's not poor. <laughs> no, he isn't. <laughs> no, Nathan, Nathan is actually... Uh, he is one of the most treasured let's put it that way i think everybody agrees with that right not that any uh any member of our team is not treasured he's one of the treasured he does a great job he just really screwed that one up <laughs> no i i don't know what happened but here it is without further ado uh and you guys uh be kind um uh be kind somebody was uh saying some stuff that may have been borderline inappropriate so be nice hmm? all right here we go said he does not believe it is there anymore as of late 2021 early 2022 the training camp has disappeared more than likely has been relocated to a different to somewhere else in right. mexico right um but i was told that there were men who were leaving in the dark of night wearing dark clothing and would cross over the river when it was low and they would conduct training exercises in texas and then they would sneak back over the border back to the training center and this was highly disturbing to me um and i wanted to report on it um and i was also reminded of in 2021 uh i had actually heard about something a, a Hamas training center in Mexico that was briefly brought up by um Tom Homan I believe it was yep. at a conference in uh in Brownsville and so I decided to report on it this alleged uh Hamas training center and apparently that is what the that is what triggered the FBI to come knocking at my door uh and how do you how do you know that that that's what triggered them. Did they state that? 
Yes, they did. Um, at first, I had no way. I wasn't home the first time that they showed up at my door. Um, I got it on our uh, Blink camera, which I shared in my in my ex post. I actually did not have any plans on coming out public about the FBI issue. Um, but the problem is that they would not leave me alone and they could clearly tell that I was ignoring them, that I was not going to speak to them and they would not leave me alone. They texted me, they called me, they showed up at my door a second time. And at that point I was like, I need help. <laughs> mm. And so that's why I made, uh, I have a large platform. So, and I know they're monitoring it mm -hmm. <clears throat> obviously. So I put it out there about them harassing me and it definitely blew up the story blew up a lot bigger than I thought it was going to. Mm -hmm. um, and you're the, you're the ex expert here when it comes to FBI. I don't know a lot. All I know is that they have targeted so many um, people such as myself in the last couple of years. And I've seen the same story over and over again about the targeting. And, um, and uh, I wasn't about to share with them what I, what I knew they wanted. The one time that I spoke with them on the phone, it was a very brief conversation, um, maybe two minutes. And it was the, one of the, it was right after they had uh, come to my door the first time and I wasn't home. And they immediately began to ask me about, they said, we're interested in your reportings of the border. And I said, okay. And they said specifically the one about the Hamas training camp. And then I told uh, the agent, I have no problem telling you whatever it is you want to know about this training camp. And he said, that's fine. We just want to know who told you about this. Mm. And I said, well, I'm not going to share my source. My source has asked me not to share uh, private information. Um, he's very involved in with what he's doing. And, um, Telling where he is and who he is could could very badly compromise him and put him into a very dangerous situation. And I wasn't going to share his private info. And um, I said, but if you do want to talk to someone who had mentioned something about this, then you could speak to Tom Holman. And then it was right about that time that uh, the agent cut me off and said he did not feel comfortable talking to me about this uh on the phone, the subject on the phone, and that they wanted me to come into the uh, Tyler, Texas office, <clears throat> their private office, which was a huge red flag. You you don't want to speak to me on the phone, um, and you're uncomfortable talking to me on the phone, and you want me to come into the office so that I am alone. I more than likely will have to turn in my phone. I will not be able to record the conversation. That was a huge red flag, um, and so I did not speak to them anymore after that. And then they continue to harass me and my family. All right. Now I'm going to come right out and state this. And I have facts to back it up. All right. And it may even shock you right now, but for the purposes of this discussion and people tuned in hearing this, uh, I'm going to ask you a question. First of all, are you aware of their surveillance capabilities? Do you know what they know yes. and how they know it? Are you aware of that? Um, I'm aware of their capabilities. I'm especially uh, aware now because after I reported about their harassment towards me and my family, I I have lost count of how many people have messaged me, um, big, you know, uh, well-known people who are very knowledgeable about the FBI who said, 
you need to prepare yourself. You need to get a bug detector. You need to uh, check your phone and make sure they haven't tapped into your phone. You need to be prepared for to be swatted. I I mean, I was prepared for so many things. I was told that I needed to make sure that all my weapons were secure because they could come after me for that. It was it was scary for me. (laughs) Uh, It was not something that I felt like I should have had to deal with. Um, I felt like they had so much more important things to do. Yeah. Um, But I'm sure you you know. Yeah, I would say. uh, Yeah. And and because of what I've learned, uh, it's probably scary for you. I mean, you were an MP. Uh, you're, you, you know, you put your life on the line, I'm sure, and you were prepared to uh, if you did. Yeah. So you're, you're, you weren't necessarily fearful. You're probably more in shock that the premier law enforcement agency with that much power was pursuing you. Did I do anything wrong? You start questioning yourself, uh, make sure I've got all my ducks <laughs> in a row. But, but guess what? Uh, that's why they do that. They uh, fear and intimidation to get you back down a little bit. Uh, here's what I do know. They knew the answer to every single question they were going to ask you. The only thing they have is if you misspoke. They have transcripts. If you're dealing with foreigners over the borders, they have FISA surveillance. Three hops out. They could. They know they've got recordings of who you were talking to. They knew who your, who your sources were, period. But they don't have it. You didn't do anything wrong. So the only thing that they have when they come knocking at your door is one thing is general. It happened to General Flynn, by the way. They had a recording of his conversation with Ambassador Kislyak. They asked him a question. They had the transcript. He misspoke and they got him on a uh, lying to a federal officer charge. That was his entire case. They tricked him into it. He let his guard down and he talked to him because I didn't do anything wrong. And. Uh, and that's what they were after was to get him because he doesn't do anything wrong. They got him on lying to a federal officer. So I say this to everybody. You are innocent automatically. And just know that when you get the knock at the door from law enforcement to ask you questions, they're trained to get you to relax. And we're back to bluers, right? We're law abiding citizens. So they get you to relax a little bit. And all they're looking for is for you to misrepresent the truth. And then they get, all right, now, now the next thing, they're also involved in covering up crimes for major crime syndicates from Mm -hmm. human trafficking, child trafficking, terrorism. You can go look it up. The World Trade Center bombing in 1993. They were the ones that delivered the bomb. They're involved in stuff like that. So, um, Yes, protect your source. Um, right. Absolutely protect your source as a journalist. Right. That's what you did. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, they could and still we, come after you. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I hope not. I mean, we we had tried to be smart about this, and we used um, encrypted apps to communicate. Uh, we never talked on the phone as far as uh, unless it was via telegram. Um, and that's also how we shared all of our messages. But some people, just like you, have said they probably already know who your source is. Yeah. Um, but uh, and maybe they do. Maybe they do. They, um, they have the ability just to let you know. And we'll let everybody else know uh, using encrypted apps um, does nothing because of the following. They actually have a transmission of what's on your screen. 
So the messaging is encrypted, but they know what you're typing. So they see all that as well. Uh, this isn't a lesson for you. This is to let everybody know you got the knock at the door once, twice. You didn't yeah. do anything wrong. You were concerned. So let's let's transition this way. I really want to continue to help you in keeping you out in the public. That's your best protection. Um, because when they, when they do something stupid, they're they're going to look they're going to look silly, and hopefully you'll get enough attention as you have from these stories. You keep yeah. it out in the public. You keep the pressure on and expose the truth. Um, yeah. Uh, hopefully they already look. Uh, hopefully they already look silly. I mean, um, I, if you if you look at the video and like you said, they show up to make try and make you feel comfortable, like they're on your side. And if if you look at how these men are dressed, they look like missionaries. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of people were bringing that up. You know, they they look ridiculous. Like, did they coordinate their plaid shirts? You know. Yeah. things like that and uh, that i found comedy in that um i also just wanted to say uh i had i was able to uh get an attorney bill shipley uh, actually contacted me and wanted to represent me and he did a fantastic job i don't know what all happened i kind of gave it to him like you do your thing because i don't know what to do um and he became my third party and um that's the only reason I'm able to have this conversation now is right. because I was finally given the go ahead by Bill to go ahead and do interviews because for a while he told me to, you know, zip it <laughs> about this whole thing for a little bit until he could get the lay of the land. So sure. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. that's good advice. But uh, at the same time, uh, and I, again, I have experience in the federal court system. Um, in this instance, with the FBI and how dangerous and powerful they are, you keep public. Now, let's transition. It's a big topic. Hamas terror training camps is huge. Is huge. Uh, as Have we heard of the FBI investigating uh, the New Mexico terror training camps? They were surveilling. Uh, there was uh, uh, child abuse that was going on in New Mexico. Um, so they're, they're not really prominent in exposing cases like that. If anything, they're involved in covering them up. So uh, are you aware that they've been investigating these Hamas terror training camps at all? Were you able to, as part of your investigation, look into? Uh, no. Okay. All right. No. And apparently some, uh, this whistle was blown a couple of years ago and they're, there's been no investigation, which is why this was part of why, uh, you know, my red flag went up when I was discussed when I was on the phone with them. They I offered multiple times to speak to my source and get more information. And the fact that they did not care about information, they did not care about details. They didn't care for me to ask my source any questions. They just wanted the name of my source was a huge red flag, which told me that, OK, you you don't actually want to investigate this at all. You're you're wanting to, you're wanting to locate people in order to get them to be quiet. People with knowledge. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's right. That's, That's what right. that told me. So you, as an investigative journalist, myself, and the stuff that I'm—I mean, I could be bitter. Uh, we're bringing public awareness to this. Number one, don't speak to law enforcement, especially if you're innocent, because there's a little trick that they can get you to slip up and misspeak the exact truth. So you don't, right. uh, you want to preserve that, that innocence. Um, and secondly, your investigation continues, correct? 
You're still digging into these details? Are you yes. still you're looking into uh, you know, with good valuable sources there down on the border, and you've got great contacts like Tom Homan. Um, so is is this uh, even more serious now? Are you finding more information as to its legitimacy? As far as the Hamas training camp, um, I have not gotten any more information regarding that since it's been relocated. So uh, my my source is still looking for information regarding this, but is not providing provided anything about that. Um, he's more he's been following a uh, camp around or through Mexico. Um, it's a, a camp that has plans on simply coming through, you know, over the border. Mm. And um, he's been following that and sending me information uh, about that. But as far as a Moss training camp, no. And if I can dig more into it, I'm going to. If, if I get more information on that, I will certainly share it because I think that the, uh, the people deserve to know. Um, and I, I think the biggest thing is the, the FBI, they they wanted me fearful. That's the reason that they kept harassing me, right? It was an intimidation tactic and they want me to be quiet. Um, I have not done anything wrong. I'm just a mom investigative journalist in East Texas that's trying to do the right thing and expose things that I don't think that the mainstream media will expose. Um, and I mean, that's about it. That's why they, they want me and everyone like me to be quiet and not share actual real information uh, from the border in the fashion that I have. Are you getting any pictures of these people, <clears throat> excuse me, people in these camps? Are you getting any photos? I have not gotten any photos as from uh, if you're referring to the, are you talking about the, the camp that's coming? Yeah, like the one that's coming with the on, migrants. Yeah. Oh, yes. I have lots of photos and video footage of that okay. um, that I've shared. A, I've shared a few posts um, and I plan on sharing more here soon as soon as my source says, you know, hey, go ahead and let it go, you know, because he'll mm. he'll send me something. Then he'll say, hold off for a little bit. Yeah. Um, Mm. for protection purposes yeah. but I, I do plan on sharing information about this camp that is you know this uh traveling across mexico and has it's it's hundreds hundreds of people on buses and uh yeah that plan on coming over the border see this, um, is, this is how they're blending in too by the way that's why i'm focused on those because those two are interrelated they can hold camps but the people and the terrorists they're blending in the the yes. legitimate you know illegal Aliens, we'll call them. I'm not afraid to call yes. them that. Uh, are human shields as cover uh, for them that yeah. blend in and make their way up through? It's very obvious. Are you aware of how to scrub metadata from photos? Um, I guess not. No. <laughs> Try that. Go look that up. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, when you receive that information, it becomes the encrypted. There's a way that you can scrub all metadata because it'll give the geolocation and the person who sent it. So okay. keep that in mind. Uh, and, you know, and like I said, here's how I'd like to not, not just conclude our conversation. I'd like to stay in touch with you uh, and follow Absolutely. your reporting on these topics and keep you public. That's what we need to do. We need to keep you out there. This needs to be shared far and wide, not to make stuff go viral or, or to get clicks. Um, Sarah, I think, you know, your your the comfort of your life at the very minimum is in jeopardy because you get law enforcement knocking at your door. It's not a very comfortable thing. So no. uh, folks, let's, let's keep 
this story alive, keep it out there. It's up to we the people to bring the truth to the American public, right? Yeah, 100%. That's, yeah. that's the goal. Yeah. So. All right. So, uh, so let's, let's give out your web address. Um, I'd, I'd like to, uh, you're very articulate. Um, I'd like to do some more digging and bring you back on for subsequent reporting. Yeah. How often do you publish on your website? Um, on So the publica.com is a, there's a whole bunch of journalists on there. I'm just one of them. You know, it's a mm -hmm. website where we share uh, the publica. It's a media owned by uh, Dr. Sydney Watson. And she, she myself, and I want to say there's four or five other journalists that are consistently writing articles. Um, um, I'm working on one right now. Um, I'm going to be revealing uh, some pretty serious corruption within uh, Dallas ISB, actually, um, which I said before, that's my main niche is, is revealing corruption within the public school system. Mm. Um, so you can go to the, the publica.com. Texas Freedom Coalition um, is my organization. It's I don't really post my articles on there. It's more uh, information based. Um, you can go on there to find out how to audit your public school system, um, how to fight back against corrupt uh, school boards, how to uh, win elections, things like that. It's more politically active based, that website. So that's TexasFreedomCoalition.com. Right. And your social media? Sarah is censored. That's Sarah uh, at is Sarah is censored on X. Um, and Sarah is censored on Instagram. I mostly post on X. I have learned my lesson with Facebook. Um, I just pretty much have it for personal use because half of the stories, half of my reports that I put out on Facebook get taken down. So, and I'm on my third Facebook now. <laughs> so I've given up on them. Yeah, another, that's another separate conversation about who Facebook yeah. is and what they're about. So, so good Have my stories about the border get taken down from Facebook. Of course, of course. Yeah. Because you're white nationalist, racist, domestic terrorist, whatever, all that good stuff. Yeah. yeah. They'll say it's hateful behavior or, you know, it, it, making someone feel inferior is one that I got recently, which is, is, is funny, but, um, uh, there was a story that I revealed on Facebook uh, where uh, the cartel actually had ultrasound machines and they were doing ultrasounds on pregnant women as they came across the border because pregnant women to the cartel are more valuable. Um, and I had photos of the ultrasound photos and everything. And I shared that on Facebook and it was taken down in less than 24 hours. Or, really? uh, I, I, it, was, it was something hateful, hateful behavior or violent in nature yes it is violent but people need to see it and they need to know about it and you're a christian that's worth many felonies yes right yes 100 percent. yes sarah i i commend you uh for your courage and continuing to stay out there um to do more interviews bring public awareness to this we cannot back away what is happening at the border we will not fully realize until it's too late, unfortunately. And is it almost a certainty if we continue to leave that border open and we continue to have the FBI participate in the cover-up? Of course, we don't have, we have an open border and an out of control. Um, uh, the law enforcers, the people that are charged with protecting us are not necessarily doing that, but you are. And it doesn't require a badge and a gun, does it? 
requires no, the truth. Anybody can do what I do. That's right. That's right. So Texas Freedom Coalition, uh, if you want to know, especially if you're in Texas, um, about becoming an advocate and sharing information, go to the Texas Freedom Coalition. Sarah, I'm going to bring you back on. Um, uh, I want to, there's a couple other topics related to, um, you've got the ISD. What does ISD stand for? Texas ISD. Independent School District. Independent School District. Um, mm -hmm. Exposing corruption is important. So if you think I did an okay job with this conversation, I'd like to bring you back on for more discussions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Good. I'm actually used to talking about the, the school issues. I'm not used to talking about incidents that have happened directly to me. So this mm -hmm. was a new one. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, and I appreciate you saying that. Um, uh, you, you, for this purpose, are at the center of the story because of them coming to you. But the bigger story is what you're covering. And that yeah. is that there was a Hamas terror camp. Um, yes. You know, why don't they bring you on a press conference saying, we applaud this American. They say, see something, say something. Well, <laughs> if I see something and I said it, why are you coming to my door? Right. You know, if you want to investigate, follow my reporting and go find out what's going on down there. I'm the wrong yep. person to knock the door at, right? Um, right. Sarah, thank you. Um, and your attorney right now is uh, Mr. Shipley, is that correct? Bill Shipley, yeah. I don't think he's going to have much more work ahead of him. I mean, unless, of course, they they try again. I don't know if they break their word. But uh, last they, well, the last thing they told him apparently was that they didn't care about my sources, that they just wanted more information, which is 100% false because that is absolutely not what they said on the phone with me. Um, uh, and it, And I even told Bill Shipley that if they wanted more information that, I, I'm here. They can come to me. They can, or through Bill, they could ask me questions. They could, if they had a question for my source, uh, I had no problem asking that question, but they just wanted the names. And uh, they then told Bill Shipley that, well, we won't be bothering her anymore. So, there you go. As long, yeah, as long as they keep their word, I guess I'm good. So, so. My, my strong recommendation based on my conversation and, and my knowledge of, um, Sarah's work go up to the good people at the FBI that are tuned in right now is follow her reports. Those are good leads. Yeah, you have some free time on your hands. Pursue what she's pursuing. Thank you for your work. Thank you for standing up for the First Amendment, protecting your source. Really, that's the difference, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, as we finish this conversation, the difference between a journalist and uh, an average citizen as it relates to the First Amendment is you protecting your sources. Um, that's different, but the First Amendment, uh, as it's written, uh, applies to everybody. You can become a member of the media, of the press, and report on information uh, just as much as Sarah can, and she's encouraging you to do that by teaming up and connecting to uh, the Texas Freedom Coalition, correct? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If, if anyone, a lot of the information that I receive, I receive by writing open records requests. Um, I love writing open records requests. It's where I get a lot of my information and I have educated, I don't know how many people on how to write them. And so if anyone wants to know how to write those, um, I, I'm 
I'm an open book. I will answer all those questions. That's, so that's great. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people are starved for that information because you know you become a citizen journalist. Uh, that's actually one of my passions is to build a citizen journalism network and get people properly trained. You know how to you know record and report on an event at a school board meeting. You know. Yep. Um, on how to get that out there and then how to submit, you know, FOIA requests or Freedom of Information Act requests or, you know, public records requests, how to do yes. that. Uh, everyone can do that. Actually, I think yes. we need to flood the system with requests. Yes, they're a very useful tool. Mm -hmm. um, and so many people think it's so amazing some of the information that I get via an open records request. And I tell them anybody can do this. It, yeah. it, it might take me 15 minutes and you just get better with it as you go. You learn which questions to ask. Um, and it's, it's not hard. Um, anyone yeah. can do it. And I think it's a, a useful tool that uh, us as Americans, we should all be using. We should be so. because, mm -hmm. um, uh, and if you don't mind me saying so, you ever heard the term sunlight is the best disinfectant, right? Yes. And getting it's one of my records favorites. out in the public, right? Great puts them in the light. If they know they're going to be held to account to it, uh, maybe, you know, it keeps the, you know, the honest people honest at the very least, knowing that they're going to be held accountable to we the people. Right. Sarah. My favorite Bible verse is actually uh, take no part in uh, the evil deeds, but instead expose them. And I see that as a commandment. Amen. We have a duty we're commanded to, right? Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. Sarah, thank you so much for your time. I look to, look forward to I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna contact you uh, off here. I've got a couple of ideas here as to how okay. we'll set up our next segment. But uh, I look forward to having you back on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Bye bye. I want to thank you for making My Pillow 2.0 a huge success. Now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. Get a queen size for only $39.98 with your promo code. My Pillow 2.0 is made with my patented adjustable fill. Plus, we've infused the fabric with our temperature regulating technology. You combine that with our brand new mattress topper 2.0, and I guarantee you, you get the best sleep of your life. It's the perfect time to get the My pillow 2.0s for your friends family and everyone you know they truly make the best christmas gifts ever so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen use your promo code to save 50 percent get your queen size my pillow 2.0 regularly 79.96 now only 39.98 and king size just five dollars more from all of us at my pillow merry christmas and god bless mypillow.com What's so troubling now is it's a case of, I think, arguably trying to lock that barn door after the horses. Well, in this case, you know, blown through the place, uh, not just uh, blown out of it. But it, it's really a, an indictment. Oh, did I mention that word? Mm -mm -mm. Yes, sir. Indictment mm -hmm. of not just the Chinese Communist Party and what they're doing uh to us but what they're doing with their friends like joe biden and uh you know we're both patriots as you say um honestly i i'm paying just seeing him anywhere uh including notably in the white house uh not just on the beach because the harm that he's doing in, in truly a wrecking operation across oh, yeah. the board on mm. domestic policy on foreign policy um to uh this country 
uh, to its vital interests around the world, to its people, is is simply incalculable. And yet it continues to intensify with each passing day. just saying this um i really enjoy getting together uh with frank gaffney uh at least once a week uh because of the fillers in between our segments you know world changing uh events and information that comes about uh i really enjoy his perspective he's the founder and executive chairman of the center for security policy uh an organization that champions peace through strength and uh, he's the vice chairman of the Committee on, on the Present Danger China and the host, of course, of Securing America with Frank Gaffney on Real America's Voice Network. And uh, we didn't get a chance to, to get together uh, last week. It's not that I'm suffering separation anxiety, but could you imagine, it's a true statement, how the world has changed several times over within that two-week period how many events took place that we could have literally spent hours talking about welcome back sir i hope you had a great thanksgiving you and your family i did apart from missing our weekly seance i, I very much enjoyed my time off thank you yes sir. you did too yeah so well, welcome back all right um you know before we came on i told you and we can touch on this just that perk everyone's uh, sense of situational awareness. The election variant is coming. Uh, we get slow cooked into just accepting the reality that something's coming out of China. Last time I remember seeing the, you know, the guys in the white uh, bio suits fogging. Uh, then next thing you know, the pandemic came and we were in lockdown and so on and so forth. So, uh, you know, the beginning of the tsunami, the uh, the Chaicom tsunami and their collaborative work with the Chaicoms here that have infiltrated our government, I believe. Um, here's my thing to you uh, on this: that they will not stop at anything to prevent President Trump from disturbing uh, the CCP's agenda. And if President Trump gets in, their game is over. So they have a limited time. That's what I believe. I think it's what they believe too, Pete, and that seems to be uh, as good an explanation for what we're seeing happening here as, as any. Uh, we certainly saw them playing a role in the 2020 election. Uh, as you mentioned, I think uh, in the case of COVID, a biological warfare attack against our country, um, there's a lot of reason to believe they were very much involved in the uh, so-called mostly peaceful demonstrations uh, surrounding George Floyd's uh, And we demise. can't forget about Hong Kong as well. Remember, well, uh, that was put put out. Uh, that, that was uh, that was a target of opportunity that they moved on, right. of course, uh, and and have continued 
to try to do so. And mm -hmm. and one of the things that we've talked a little bit about in the past, but it, another of these developments this week was uh, still more of the brush fires that I believe a strategic arsonist named Xi Jinping is setting around the world. Mm -hmm. uh, namely, now, in addition to Ukraine, in addition to Iran's invasion of Israel, we've got Iran's attacks on merchant shipping in an increasing area of uh, some very strategic waterways surrounding uh, the Persian Gulf, uh, the Arabian Sea, the Red Sea. And uh, it's absolutely predictable that that's going to become even more distracting to the United States, even more um, deemed to be necessitating uh, a buildup of military capabilities and presence in the region. All of which comes, of course, at the expense of having presence and capabilities in the Far East, where I believe the Chinese are preparing uh, very aggressively to engage in aggression of their own. But mm. they hope to, I think, tie us down further, dissipate further our resources, uh, both financial as well as uh, energy, as well as uh, you know, simple political will. Uh, in the interest of doing as uh, the famous Chinese strategist Sun Tzu uh, said several millennia ago, it is better to win without fighting. Mm -hmm. And I think that's their goal. Yeah, they, they completely neutralized their captured elite Joe Biden. I mean, uh, uh, Frank, seriously, uh, we're patriots. It bothers me deeply to see that man on the beach while we have American hostages and a wide open border, while we know the terrorists are coming over. After October 7th, would you, as the commander in chief, lock that border down immediately? Immediately, would you not? Well, if I were commander in chief, of course, I would have locked it down long before <laughs> it would have been open particular yes, yeah. set of uh, circumstances. Great but answer. you know, what's, uh, what's so troubling now is it's a case of, I think, arguably, trying to lock that barn door after the horses, well, in this case, you know, blown through the place, uh, not just uh, blown out of it. But it, it's really a, a indictment. Oh, did I mention that word? Mm -mm -mm. Yes, sir. Indictment mm -hmm. of not just the Chinese Communist Party and what they're doing uh, to us, but what they're doing with their friends like Joe Biden. And, uh, you know, we're both patriots, as you say. Um, honestly, I, I'm paying just seeing him anywhere, uh, including notably in the White House, uh, not just on the beach, because the harm that he's doing in, in truly a wrecking operation across oh, yeah. the board, on mm. domestic policy, on foreign policy, um, to uh, this country, uh, to its vital interests around the world, to its people is is simply incalculable and yet it continues to intensify with each passing day and, and uh his um uh his meeting that you know another thing disturbing uh to me was those meetings with the chaicom premier uh whatever his title is in northern california and san francisco you know area no less um so appropriate the, the the hub of communism in the united states of america um 
Very, very. It's kind of a Chinese province now, really. Uh, If you look Mm -hmm. at much of California, um, between the economic penetration Mm -hmm. and the political penetration and the demographic penetration, um, it's really not much of an exaggeration to say uh, this was a case of, yes, the dictator of China, uh, the emperor, if you will, um, making a tour of one of his dominions. And uh, the kowtowing by not just the president, of course, but um, the various you know, cabinet officers who were part of that uh, welcoming committee. And, and of course, the governor of California, who aspires to be the next president. Um, this was uh, kind of a an appalling mm. example of the kind of submission that the Chinese have come to expect from Americans. And it, uh, it can bring us no good. That's for sure. Certainly not. Um, the... California, a good segue, we talked a little bit about this. There's some uh, 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 question as to the foreknowledge of uh, what was going on with the bio uh, lab in Northern California. Now, um, please pardon me for saying so, but if there was a white guy with a MAGA hat sneezing in the wrong direction, the FBI would be doing press conferences, full-blown surveillance, talking about how they've been tracking and tracing and surveilling you know, that person, uh, they would dedicate a lot of staff to that. We have heard not a peep about a major, it's a bioweapons lab. I mean, it's a major national security breach. Uh, nothing, not not a peep. Yeah. Well, the closest thing we've had to any kind of exposure of what was going on there uh, is a new report, as you know, uh, from the House Select Committee on the Chinese Communist Party, chaired by uh, Congressman Mike Gallagher. Uh, and they did a 40-page uh, analysis and, and uh, a set of findings about both the provenance of this laboratory. Uh, and I think you're absolutely right. It was at least inherently a biological warfare facility um but it was put into place uh with funding evidently from communist china by a guy who had fled an arrest warrant for him in canada on a some 30 330 million dollar you know criminal enterprise that he was running there he gets set up in california in uh, a a place that's not too far from a key naval aviation facility uh, in Northern California, um, as well as the city of Fresno. uh, And the place which somebody tumbled onto, just an alert uh, zoning code inspector, as I recall, on the basis of some evidence that uh, there was a, a garden hose or something <laughs> where it shouldn't have been in an empty business building, which is what they thought it was. Lo and behold, apparently she went in and the place was, you know, chock-a-block with uh, Chinese folks in, in white lab coats and goggles and the like, um, among other things, with um, a freezer that it turns out was marked on the outside 
with the words Ebola <laughs> in Mandarin. Oh. Uh, and then, you know, some 19 other dangerous pathogens. And get this, uh, mice that had been genetically modified, there were a thousand of them originally, 200 of them were dead, but they were been modified to basically contract COVID and then scamper around spreading it elsewhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, if that's not a biological weapon operation, I don't know what it would be. And the trouble is, as Mike Gallagher and his committee have made perfectly clear, the FBI didn't do anything for months and months and months after this was discovered. And even then, I think they and the CDC, um, uh, you know, were more or less indifferent to the whole thing. And get this, um, they have no idea how many other of these kinds of operations there may be around the country besides this one. So it, it to the to your point, Pete, I, I, I just have to say, having spent, you know, better part of 40 years of my life in one aspect or another of national security policy, I never thought it was possible, honestly, that we would have so completely corrupted and malfeasant an FBI as the one we have today. And it puts all of us at risk, not just the ones they're chasing around who are just patriots and, you know, uh, constitutional um, uh, republic fans. It's mm -hmm. it's really troubling that on top of that, you have these guys giving a complete pass to the myriad counterintelligence threats that they're supposed to be monitoring and preventing us from being afflicted by. Now, I don't know this detail, uh, and I'm going to ask you if you heard or confirmed uh, a rumor out there that, what, uh, what was it, Zhu, uh, uh, the, the guy that was arrested, uh, had diplomatic uh, coverage immunity. I mean, he could basically cross borders with diplomatic courier pouches with bioweapons in it. Is that true? I haven't heard that. Okay. Um, could it be true? Uh, I, I wouldn't put it past the Chinese to give him diplomatic credentials um, or, you know, our government to, uh, oh, wow. uh, you know, uh, honor those uh, credentials, yeah. especially <laughs> given that the guy's on the lamb from our friend and neighbor to the north uh, wanted for some serious, very serious offenses up there. Yeah, in Canada. That's right. Um, sir, I don't normally uh, uh, play clips when we're on. We have great conversations, but you're, you're going to, uh, if you haven't heard this already, you're going to love this one. I want you to, to comment on, on it, if you will. Here it is. Oh. Uh, the European Union, but also stop the immigration um, from um, Islamic countries, which doesn't mean that the Muslims are in Holland, they should leave. Everybody who is already in my country today and everybody who adheres and confirms its behavior to our constitution, our law, our rule of law, and our civil society, and is, is um, welcome to stay and equal as anybody else. But since my party believes, and millions of people who support us today, that Islam and freedom, Islam and democracy are incompatible indeed, without saying that all Muslims are bad people, we would want to stop the immigration and the import of more people from Islamic countries. We would do that the same day. First thing I would do is not only um, leave um, the Netherlands, leave uh, the European Union, but also stop the immigration 
um, from um, Islamic countries, which doesn't mean. Now, do you know who uh, that gentleman Hello. is? Hello, who is this? I do. He's actually a, a friend of mine of many years. His name is uh, is pronounced differently than it appears on the page. It's Hirt Wilders mm -hmm. um, in the, the Dutch language. Um, he is now uh, the biggest, um, his party is the biggest vote getter in the most recent elections for the parliament of uh, the Netherlands. It remains to be seen whether, um, as has been the case in the past, uh, you know, the cool kids won't play with him, uh, and therefore he is denied a coalition government, which I think he's certainly entitled to, and, and the people who voted for him. I think it was 37% uh, to his closest rivals, 25% or something like that. Um, there's clearly a desire <clears throat> excuse me Pete, it's there's clearly a desire for the kind of changes that uh here it is has been championing for years and and look it's 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 been deemed uh radical uh it's been deemed xenophobic yeah, it's been hateful. deemed islamophobic mm -hmm. um racist I don't believe it's any of those things I think that what Hirt has understood uh, thoroughly because he studied it closely, is that, as he said there in that, in that clip, you have <clears throat> traditions uh, in authoritative Islam, and it's not to say that all Muslims subscribe to them, but those who follow the dictates of Sharia, which is in fact, as you've got there, the code, the operating system, if you will, of Islam, uh, and plenty of Muslims, including the authorities of the faith, all agree it is the true version of the faith. That is completely incompatible. It is. Freedom and, you know, uh, democracy, if you will, but uh, more generally, um, the safety and security of people who are not Muslims, mm. uh, unless they are willing to submit, convert, or die mm -hmm. at the hands of those who are. Yeah. Now, sir, it, um, uh, Sharia law and what their intentions are, uh, it's, it's not some uh, fringe uh, uh, minority view among the, the Islamists, uh, question mark, uh, because they're well documented. Their intentions are covert. They're not transparent about their intentions, but their documentation and their intentions have been found in the sub-basement uh, as you have have documented, if you understand what their intentions are, we cannot coexist with what they want. And they want, uh, they say that they will accept Christians uh, just as long as they uh, accept uh, Sharia law and live by Sharia law and accept, you know, Allah as their their savior. So that's not that's not an extremist view. That's we, we can't coexist. Free people can't live under Sharia law. Period. Right? Um, no, I don't believe they can. But let me just clarify something. I, I, you've pointed to um, this book that uh, we published uh, a number of years ago. It, it's basically just a, a, a reprint of a secret plan of one particular group that, you're right, it has been very... Um, 
non-transparent, shall we say, mm -hmm. about its true purposes, at least in the United States. It's called the Muslim Brotherhood. This book is called the Unexplanatory yeah. Memorandum on the General Strategic Goal of the Group in North America. Um, and the point is that uh, that's a secret plan. The other book that you displayed, the Quran, is not a secret. It is out there for everybody to see. Uh, Sharia uh, and the various interpretations of Muhammad's life and uh, the doctrines of Islam and so on are, are, are out there for everybody to see. It's just most yeah. of us don't want to see it. And, so I just wanted to clarify that, yeah, you know, and also there's, this, there's a there's a subversive stealthy jihadist plan but that's yes. that's just a, a way of furthering essentially that agenda which is very public and and by the way is exactly what the Islamic state the Taliban Hamas mm -hmm. Hezbollah yes the Iranian regime and Boko Haram and, and countless other entities not only aspire to do but are actively promoting so unfortunately i think it's the case that uh it's a minority of muslims around the world a significant one probably especially in the west but nonetheless a minority who eschew all that mm -hmm. who don't want any part of sharia don't want to live it under it themselves don't want to impose it on us don't want to engage in jihad right. or to support it to accomplish the end state that that book says must be the purpose of faithful muslims namely global domination under a caliphate that's right and for him to speak uh, openly that a free people cannot coexist uh under islamic law and by the way this is uh, just to let everybody know um reliance of the traveler this is the sharia law book and if you it read it, it, it there's nothing uh, uh f about freedom or associated with freedom in it now um the opposition to uh his uh being outspoken about us not being able to coexist with people that uh, promote sharia law uh, listen to what hamas's stated goals are it was a presentation at the united nations by the son of the founder of hamas who says their stated goal is not to uh, fight for the plight of the Palestinian. No, it's their stated goal is to eliminate uh, Israel. Geopolitically important. And geopolitically important Israel, but Jews and Christians uh, secondarily, and that propagates throughout the entire world. So uh, let's not focus so much on what uh, Geert, Geert, pronounced Geert? Geert. Geert. Let's not focus on what uh, Geert says. Focus on what they say. What are their intentions? Right. Know what they right. are. Yep. Well, and, and, and frankly, that's really all that Tirt is doing, is mm -hmm. pointing to what they say, pointing to what their stated intentions are. Yeah. And again, it, it's not just the odd individual that has these intentions. You know, we're, we're encouraged to believe that the, there's these you know these radicals or these lone wolves as they're called well they're they're following the playbook that you just held up there reliance of the traveler mm -hmm. and uh and the authorities of islam the the, the guys who run al-azhar what's called the the papacy of islam there's no pope exactly but it's the you know heart of the scholarship of islam in egypt 
uh, they make no bones about it. Mm-hmm. These guys are practicing the faith as it is intended to be practiced. That's right. And uh, I always uh, say it. Uh, that, you know, when, when people refer to the peace-loving Muslims, you know, and to call the radical extremists sort of broad stroke and say uh, that everyone of the uh, the religion of, of the Islamic faith, uh, that there are peace-loving Muslims. I accept peace-loving Muslims or of any religion, as long as they denounce Sharia law, global Islamic terrorism, uh, female mutilation, and what took place on October 7th. How about that? And... Yeah. Uh, and, that, and that's basically what Hirt was saying, too. If yeah. you want to live in freedom, mm-hmm. pursuant to the laws of the nation of the Netherlands, no problem. Right. It's just that those who have come to the Netherlands in enormous numbers, and by the way, to France, mm-hmm. and by the way, to Germany, and mm-hmm. by the way, to the UK, and by the way, to most of the nations in Western Europe, at least, yeah. they don't want any part of all that. They want to change those societies into Sharia adherent ones. Final to live final, under freedom. Final comment here on uh, on this uh, uh, particular uh, on this uh, segment. Thank you for joining me and taking time out of your busy schedule. Um, Happy to do it. Why uh, I mean, George Soros's name comes up, but he's uh, he's oh he always evades accountability. You could track his money. I, I just met with somebody who uh, is. Um, you know, anti-euthanasia uh, uh, in Canada, they've legalized it. George Soros is behind that, billions of dollars. Replacement migration has George Soros's fingers all over it internationally. Mm-hmm. Why does he evade accountability? He's destroying countries by funding such a thing. He calls it an open society. Uh, I, I call it a destructive invasion. <laughs> Look, my view of this is he's an example, and there's several that I can think of, of people who have sold their soul to Satan. Amen. I I think he's demonic. I think if if you look around the world at just about anything Mm. that is evil, that is uh, insidious and harmful to large numbers of people, uh, he's on that side. He's he's engineering it. He's underwriting it. And uh, there may be a few things that he's not (laughs) responsible for, but it is sort of stunning. Mm -hmm. The vast efforts that have been made by him and his sons and staff and so on to um, to advance the cause of, you know, the diabolical forces on this planet. and I think, you know, if you look at him, uh, he's very aged, but uh, alas, he's still with us. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, he is. And uh, so is, of course, uh, Chinese dictator, <laughs> as Joe Biden was so criticized for saying, which is exactly what it is, uh, Xi Jinping. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, I suggest if you... Uh, want to help indict first and foremost is to know uh, exactly what they're not only accused of doing, but uh, of actually perpetrating, harming not just uh, the U.S. economy, the global economy. They continue uh, with reckless abandon, I believe, in their quest for global dominance. Um, the Center for Security Policy.org is your website. And, and of course, pick up the uh, the book 
the indictment and your most recent posting uh, titled Z's latest act of strategic arson in this tanker war with his proxies. Yeah, that's our uh, daily minute-long commentary. I encourage people to subscribe to it. At um, yeah. I, I refer them to securefreedom.org just because it's easier to remember. Yes. yes what we do, we think it's what you want. Yeah, thank you. Secure Your social media, by the way, uh, I also want, uh, are you on social media? Or, 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 of course, your library of yeah. work is huge. Yeah, uh, it's uh, all at Frank Gaffney on, I think, most of the platforms. Fantastic. Frank Gaffney, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, have a great week, and we'll see you next week, sir. God bless you. Appreciate God bless you, you my too. Bye-bye.